Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to Bi-Weekly One-Shots, the every other Monday on Final Show Films where I, Nikki, lead a ragtag crew of people I meet on Twitter uh, through one of my wackadoo one-shots, and we have a good time. So uh, thank you guys for being here, and uh, speaking of the players, let us go ahead and introduce them, starting with uh, Iz. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the bathroom for that. Um, so I'm is my character is named Moss. Uh, they are uh, they think they're a dwarf. They think they're a dwarf. Uh, I don't remember what else I'm supposed to say. Just anything about you, the player, right now. We'll, we'll get to uh, we'll get to the talk about characters when when we set the scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, I'm a circus performer and a letter carrier, and I help start a TikTok union. That's pretty much. That's really cool. <laughs> nice. I want to know more about that later. Give me those links on break. We'll 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 post your shit in the in the chat before before we're, all this is done. Uh, and then we have Catherine. My name is Catherine Barsonistas. I run the nerdy food blog, The Gluttonous Geek, and this is my second time on bi-weekly one-shots, and I'm looking forward to another fun game. I just can't get enough of you. This is pretty much all it is. Likewise, honey. <laughs> uh, and we have Robert. Hey, I'm Robert. Uh, I don't really have any sort of social media or anything like that. I just kind of want to play D&D. You know, it's been a while. Uh, and I'm playing a halfling barbarian. Uh, and Sarah? My name is Sarah. You can find me at, I think, this, or maybe that. On Twitter, I talk a lot about D&D, and I'm a general food enthusiast. Uh, I play in a podcast called Little Realms, but I'm really excited to be here to play D&D with all of these wonderful people. I'll be playing a half-elf light domain cleric. Uh, and finally, Mer. Hi, I'm Mer. You can find me on Arch on Twitter at Archmage of Dice. I'm also a player on the Twitch channel Open for Adventure. And uh, tonight I am playing Nyx Sparkle Gem. A gnome bard. Excellent. And I'm Nikki, your wonderful dungeon master. Find me at the Wig DM on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I also do Sladies and stuff here on Final Show Films. And just I'm everywhere. It's ridiculous. 
Anywho, so we meet our band of adventurers at a tavern, like you do. I always start things at taverns. It's easy. Um, it's uh, getting late. It's about 8 p.m. Uh, here, so it's uh, dark. Pe- the, the crowd is already kind of, like, gathered around. Uh, there are people already in the bar. It's lively. Um, and you guys are just enjoying a drink. You probably just finished uh, one of your other quests uh, before you coming down here. Um, and you're just kind of relaxing, enjoying the, the sights. And uh, as we see you all sitting at a booth, enjoying your beverage of choice, uh, we will go around and meet the characters. Uh, going to the opposite direction, starting with Nyx. Nyx. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nyx, and I am a gnome bard. She's very short, so your typical gnome height, so somewhere between two and a half and three feet tall. Um, at this moment, I am probably standing on one of the benches, so I am on height level with the rest of my taller companions, except for um, Gurf. Um, I got very bright, um, semi-fancy clothes in like pinks and yellows and orange and purple. Think Lisa Frank vomited on me. Yes. <laughs> um, and I've got like short purple hair and smile. Uh, and Nyx, uh, it is nippy and cold outside. It's about that time of year where uh, people are enjoying either a hot beverage or a more seasonal drink or uh, getting ready for any kind of festival. So tell me, Nyx, what do you like to do around this time of year as a All Hallows' Eve tradition? I actually grew up in a uh, small town, far, far, far away. But I like apple picking, even though I can't reach the apples. Apple pick up. <laughs> you pick them up off the ground. Yes. <laughs> Cute. I love it. Um, and next we have Nair. Is that how you pronounce Nahir it? Nahir. Sunforge. So we see a individual <coughs> sitting uh, rather poised and elegant uh, within the booth that we kind of, maybe it's a corner booth at the tavern that's kind of become our office uh, where where we just kind of are. And they are wreathed and dripping in orange and gold. Uh, whenever you look towards the booth, it's like a beam of light is radiating out from this individual. They always have a um, calm and comforting thing to say and are usually quick with a gentle laugh. And we see on their body is uh, a set of sickles that don't look like they've seen a lot of use, but they're there. Um, but more than that, we see scrolls attached to their body, ones that are quick to grab at and access, ones that are perhaps uh, in where you might see a sword sheathed. We see scrolls sheathed ready for being brought out. And their favorite tradition, Nahir kind of, um, leans across the table and looks to the others. Remember that time we were at, I think it was Balthine's Keep, where they had us carve those strange little gourds and put the lights inside of them. I love the designs we carved inside of them. I'm sobbing. I love about it, I remember? Love, I love this character so much. Ugh, I die. Ugh, okay. Bring it back. Get it together. Um, moving from this uh, bright sun spot 
warmth of my life. I, I'm in love with your character already. I'm so sorry. Whoops. This was actually what the bi-weekly one shot is about. It's just Nikki falling in love with everybody's characters. Just, they can't. Um, just evolving the speed date. Just. I just speed date through everybody. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but moving, uh, next to, uh, here we have, uh, Gurf. Yes, Garth is a halfling, um, dressed primarily in sort of furs. And Garth is very short, even for a halfling to basically approximate a square. And, uh, leaning next to the sort of wall that they are, uh, sitting by, there is a humongous battle axe that is approximately the same size as Garth. Uh, Garth's mostly just very dirty and different colors of browns and grays and whatnot, except, of course, for their head, which is adorned in a lot of very colorful flowers. And for the season, it also seems that Gurf has attempted to put pieces of pumpkin in there, and obviously isn't very good at this, because it's just bits of smashed pumpkin beside all the flowers in their hair. I just started a band or something. Uh, uh, and now we have Zara. So, uh, gathered in with these folks is, um, half-orc, um, female fighter, Zora Redblade. And she's, you know, she still has a bit of like, this knitted scarf that her wife, uh, knitted around, like, her neck, and, like, kind of red and sort of knotted, because knitting is not really her thing, but she's very supportive of her wife. And she is reading um, a letter from her wife and kids that has arrived at the tavern. And you can see that it's just marked in crayon marks with, like, little, like, half sort of, you know, that little kid writing where you see, like, words that are maybe, like, spelled completely phonetically or just not at all? (laughs) That's kind of all over the page as well. It's like, dear, dear bit. Dear Big Mummy, it's a very, very sad holiday season without you. We have to run the um, haunted house without you this year. But you know, Clover uh, made a really big net, uh, net spider net in one of the corners at the tavern, and it looks really nice. That Clover's my oldest. She's that. She's the tabaxi kitten. She's the sweetie, and um. But uh, Higgs happened to eat half of it the next day because he thought it was spaghetti. But, um, oh, right. And see, Bucky, uh, Bucky managed to get himself tangled in it. And, um, God, I miss my kids. Wish I could be there with them this year. They set up a little haunted house in the tavern every year around this season. And it's the most precious thing. Well, shit, now I'm just sad. Yeah, and he's like, ugh, my heart is off to the We side. need to get there soon so we can <laughs> see. Scrap this one shot. We have to go get you to the, to the haunted house. <laughs> um, Adventure through the haunted house. <laughs> you say this. You guys want to come back sometime in November and run a, run get get Zara back to the haunted house? All right, just oh, gonna God. put that down. All right, here we go. <laughs> the red blade in the red haunted blade house. Haunted put in, put together. 
Yeah, no. By three children. It's, it's, oh, I'm so excited. Uh, three children in a trench coat. Three children. <laughs> three children in a very. Oh, God. Apparently, I made Abe cry. That, <laughs> Sorry, Abe. Well, like, I was, I was getting close. I was just like, oh, I can't. Thank God I'm not wearing makeup tonight. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> we have Moss. <laughs> so, um, Moss is very confused. Um, they wholeheartedly believe that they are a mountain dwarf wholeheartedly with every ounce of their being. Uh, but they are uh, a ladrin. They are an elf <laughs> that has just ended up living with dwarves their entire lives. Uh, and their coloring is very similar to a dwarf, you know, mountain dwarf on the lighter side. They're, they're not super tall. They're just hitting five feet. Um, and they've got, like, coppery hair. Um, they're not fully aware of anything. Um, and their favorite Halloween thing is carving pumpkins and then throwing them at unsuspecting passerbys. I feel like Moss definitely threw one at Gurf and he just kind of ran with it. <laughs> I like it this way. It's fine. Uh, I'm so sorry. What was um, Moss's class again? Uh, they are a rogue. Yeah. Excellent. Wonderful. So, as you all uh, kind of pour orb over uh, Zara's uh, letters that, from home and uh, kind of talk about uh, the uh, wonderful traditions of this time of year, um, a man uh, slams into the bar. Like, the door slams open, a gust of wind blows through the tavern, and you can, you, he makes a loud enough noise that all of you turn and see him. And, uh, he, his eyes are bloodshot, his face is very gaunt, um, he's got, like, twigs and, and scrapes, uh, and mud all over his clothing, um, and he looks shaken, like he is, he has seen a ghost. Um, and he comes kind of stumbling into the, into the tavern. A few people kind of like, uh, help him up and sit him down. And he's just like, someone brings him a glass of water and he drinks it. Uh, so some people ask him like, Hey, uh, uh, how's it going friend? You, you look, you look troubled. And he's just like, I need, I need help. I, uh, I've seen some disturbing things tonight and I, um, um, I, I, I need, I need the aid of, uh, any brave adventurers here in the tavern, and some people kind of, like, look around, and they kind of, like, like, put their hands over their eyes, like, don't, don't look at us. Uh, <laughs> uh, you definitely see the bartender is looking over at you guys, but he's not saying anything. Um. I'll, uh, I'll nudge Nahir and be like, well, does he need healing? Looks like he could use a nap. A nap, or at the very least, a kind ear to listen to what he's been through. I found that will often do as much as a cure wounds will. And Nihir will lean up, and we see they're this very long person, so they'll kind of half stand from the table and make the gesture they've probably made towards the bartender a few times. Uh, and, and we'll call out, um, come, uh, traveler, please. Join us at our table. We might be those adventurers you're looking for. Uh, you he... look like you have an amazing story to tell. 
Uh, Hold he... on, let me get you something from the bar. And um, Zara goes to the bar and orders a glass of warm milk with um, with honey. Just brings it back and sits it down. You make that me. too? <laughs> sure thing, sure thing, girl. And um, get a bath for the little one over here. I think he can use it. He smells worse than one of my youngest diapers. It's really, really bad. <laughs> uh, do, you need, do you need me to do a little prestidigitation thing? Will it make the smell go away? Alright, you can do the sparkly bath thing. Just um, <laughs> just make sure it doesn't fly about or anything. Gurfie, you ready for... for I would like bath. to hiss like a cat. <laughs> Get it away. I don't think he, I don't think they're gonna let me today. Oh. So the the man comes over, and uh, if he were probably uh, not feeling or feeling the way that he did, uh, probably would be in his late twenties, early thirties. He looks like he has been rapidly aged to his late forties, um, whether by magic or by just what maybe he has experienced, you aren't really certain just yet. Um, but he kind of like comes over to the table and he, he says, uh, uh, thank you so much for, for, uh, hearing me out. I, um, I'm sorry to disturb you all, but I, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how to, how to handle any, um, excuse me. I, um, I would introduce myself, but I, um, I seem to not remember who I am. Uh, what is even worse is, uh, I don't know who I am, but I, I had this on my person, and he holds out what looks to be, like, a blue, um, like, aquamarine stone, um, that looks like it, it, it is just, like, a, like, a shard of it, and he, uh, places it on the table, and when he places it on the table, it lights up, and an image appears, like, like, very, uh, like, holographic-style image appears, and, um, you see this same man, um, but he, uh, it, it looks just like how he looks now. Um, and he says, um, if you have, uh, if you are looking at this message right now, it means that I have possibly perished doing the, the work that I have set out to do, but hopefully it is for the, the greater good. Um, uh, so if you are, if you're seeing this, the mansion up the hill, please destroy everything in there. Uh, and then the message cuts out. And uh, you see the man just kind of like shaking his head. He says, I don't know. I don't remember making this message, but that that's me. And when I woke up, I was in front of that, that manner that I think my... I was speaking of, and I look so, if there's something in there that needs to be destroyed, I I don't think I, I have, I'm able to do that. So I ran here. Oh, so you, you need someone to help you with some demolition? I mean, you're making a new wing in the, in the manor house? Oh, 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 I'm pretty good at smashing things up, uh. That's the thing. I I don't know what is in the mansion that needs to be destroyed. Did I don't I don't remember time? making this message. Bright side. Congrats on not being dead. That's a plus. Which, Certainly a start. Yes. 
on the brighter side of things, yes, I, I, I do assume that that is probably the a nicer thing. Oh, thank you for the, the milk, by the way. What was the last thing you Very you remember? Welcome. The last thing I remember was waking up um, in the ditch outside of the wall of the banner and finding this this crystal in my pocket. How do we know that you're not dead and you just reanimated? Do I... Do I look dead? Other Star people... kind of leans over and sniffs. Oh, he smells... He smells ripe. Have Ooh, you guys ripe. seen the sixth sense? Could be one of those. No, uh-huh. he's, uh, he's not a ghost. Ghosts usually don't smell like that. I must admit I agree with my friend, though. Perhaps to put um, Moss at ease, I could take a look over you. I, I know something of, of the healing arts. May I? Um, yes, that would be that would be great. Thank you. And Nahir will kind of lean forward, uh, place a gentle hand upon their uh, head, and then kind of very um, carefully with the other hand, kind of just inspect. Um, kind of their body looking for wounds, looking for blood they might not have seen, and, and perhaps trying to get a sense of, you know, is there something else going on with, with this man? And 24 on a medicine check. On a medicine check. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, you, you check him over. Um, he's not hurt anywhere. Um, or at least he's not like actively bleeding anywhere. Uh, you can definitely tell that he is in shock. You can definitely tell uh, he um, he's very shaken. He probably is dehydrated. This man looks like very like he's not been taking care of himself for a very long time. Um, uh, which you can also tell with a twenty-four medicine check. Um, there are kind of peeking out from his his coat, which hangs on him, kind of again like. If you've been sitting in your pajamas for the last, like, month and haven't really changed them, this is essentially what this guy looks like. I'm calling myself out here. <laughs> but Does he have bed sores? He doesn't have bed sores, no. What he, uh, well, you see what looks like red, like, bright red lacerations. Like, not quite lacerations, like, rashes. Like, if somebody had put... Like, like, scratch marks on his back, but if that person were a bear, that's what you can kind of see poking out of his, of his back. So, you say you don't remember your name. No. How do you feel about Marmaduke? Um, call, then, actually just call me Marv. I think Marmaduke sounds a little too long, but Marv sounds nice. Fair, 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 fair enough. Marv. I think if we are all sufficiently rested from our last adventure, I think this mystery would make a great new story and something add to our repertoire. Um, also, by the way, uh, uh, here it, with a 24 medicine check, you, I mean, th- those lacerations seem a little strange to you. Uh, and I also now want you to go ahead and give me a religion check, please. 
that one's going to be a 14. And I think for now, Mahir is taking that information about this this person's state yeah. and filing it away. And she plans to go into the details once they're kind of on the road towards the mansion. Yeah. Probably not wanting to put this man through any more than he's currently dealing with. Yeah. So 14 on the religion check. I mean, the, the milk and, and some food is definitely helping him out right now. Um, with the 14 religion check, you have seen lacerations like this before. The, you've, you've seen normal lacerations again from a bear. They're, they usually begin to like bleed and bruise. And, uh, if they've been there long enough, like it, they turn a certain way. Um, with the 24 medicine check plus the 14 religion check, you can tell whoever put those marks on him uh, were not, either they were put there magically or or by a being not of this plane. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Do you think it might be a mind flyer? Well, team, uh, how about we uh, Again, only... set this guy up for the evening and then maybe check out this manor tomorrow? It's the evening, right? I, I think it is that 8, everyone yeah, it's could use a bath and a nap. I, I think we could all do it for a nap. And <laughs> you guys have, have fun with your bath. Um, do uh, we do we just pick Gurf up and just toss him into a lake? Is this how pretty much? This I think that's, that's the only way you can get him to take a bath. Um, the man lets I mean, you all in. Either get in the tub or I'm getting a towel and I'm going to clean you off myself, just the like I did with my dirt protects me. You I don't, don't understand. I think your dirt. dirt can be sparkly clean. <laughs> you can be marble, not, not, not manure. <laughs> anyway. Is, is there any bodies of water near us? Um, there is, like, there is an, an, an inland ocean, like like a few miles away. Otherwise, there are wells. There are, uh, you know, it's, it's it's not uncommon to see see a bathhouse around here. Um, yeah, I mean there there's somewhere you can wash him if you show chose. <laughs> um, you get to the top now. Or I'm dipping you into the nearest well we could find on the way over next, and put, I'm going to put you in the bucket, and I'm just going to put you straight into the well, <laughs> and not bring it back up until you're clean. I'm or a good climber; it'll be fine. Or at least not smelly. Um, Marv kind of looks at you all like uh, the bartender brought him like some bread. He looks up. He says, um, "If if you are going to the mansion." Um, Sometime tonight, I I would, I want to go with you. Uh, obviously, I, I I have some connection to it, apparently, and I would like to see this through. I I, do, I want to know why I can't remember who I am and why this man who is me or masquerading as me said that he might die. It's all very strange. Well, it's very late right now. Do we want to go tonight? Or wait till the morning? You look like you could use a nap, a bath, some food. I also want closure. I don't think I might get much rest. Closure is what you want, then we can do our best to try. Well, sure, we can put some fresh 
fresh closure on you after your bath. <laughs> but I'm thinking the bath might be a better idea first. You know, just, uh, you, you smell like, um, well, better than this one over here, but, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to bring my mom's stick out if, uh. Alright, alright. Can I'm... we make a deal? You get rid of the smell, you keep the dirt. I'm okay with it. Yeah. All right. Only if and I press- can cover you with flowers. No, per- no, just presto, cover presto digitation. Yeah. And I wave my hands and probably had my presto digitation bath. It's just glitter, <laughs> and it cleans you right up. <laughs> no, desmellifies. No. But it desmellifies. But there's now um, a little bit of glitter. They now look like. Like after going to a day at Renaissance, the Renaissance Festival being chased by the fairies. There we go. And or Acceptable. if you've ever been at a three-year-old arts and craft class where someone <laughs> decides that it's okay to bring out the glitter. Small okay by the way. Yeah. He was just in the background looking at the group who's like come to a reasonable decision, just like nodding so proud. <laughs> Meanwhile, mending their own clothes with cantrips. Everything is pristine. Um, but yes, their baths are had. Food is, is consumed. Uh, are you all going tonight to the manor, or are you actually waiting until the morning? I suppose right. if, 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 the, if Marv is very, you know, uh, into the idea of a degree of closure, then yeah. I guess we'll I mean, go tonight. If Marv uh, gets sleepy, you just ride on my back. I mean, it's not any big deal. True. It's because Zara's a big deal. I mean, but if we go at night, then the ghosts have one up on us, guys. Hey, there are ghosts. But that makes a more exciting story. But but every every manor clearly has ghosts. What if the ghosts are evil? What if they eat our brains? But what if they're happy? I don't have that many friendly. brains. It's fine. <laughs> We'll just put Gurf ahead of us. It's fine. Gurf will protect the group. Oh, I probably should have left. I probably should have left them with that smell then. But I don't know. Ghosts can't really smell, can they? I don't know. Hmm. Perhaps we'll find out. All right. Well, we'll um. Maybe we'll take a flagon of milk and just pour it on you if you if they happen to uh, if we happen to find any evil ghosts or. Brain-eating ghosts. All there right. we go. So, the bartender gives you a, a flagon of milk. Milk or ale? Did you say milk or ale? Milk. Milk. Okay, that's what I thought. It'll, um, it'll smell nice and right by the time we get there. Perfect. Uh, root I love dairy. it. <laughs> Before we go, though, I would like to go up to the barkeep. Stand yes. on a stool. Excuse me, barkeep. Uh, May- yes, what can I do for you? The young man who came in Smelling like a ripe old potato. What is that manor he came from? Up on the hill. Ah, well, uh, that, we actually don't know too much about that manor. Uh, we knew that a family was there probably five, ten years ago, and then it kind of just shut up and, uh, vines kind of grew around it, and we didn't really see any lights coming out of it. And, uh, I mean, most of us did think it was haunted, but, we no one ever went in there, so we just assumed that no one lived there at the moment. But uh, this uh, person is saying that 
you know, they came from there. Uh, I guess maybe they're part of the old family that used to live there. They're very, uh, they're very secretive, so I, I unfortunately don't know too much about them. I'm sorry. It's okay. I put a goal down. We'll figure it out, and then we'll let you all know what it is. Thanks. So, you all make your way up to the manor. This is the walking motion. <laughs> walking, walking. We all power walk up you to the manor. We all power walk up to the manor. <sighs> okay. Uh, when you get there, uh, sure enough, and it takes you a good, like, 30 or 40 minutes to walk up the road through a, uh, 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 like a small wooded area into like a clearing and you do see this very large manor house. And if it had work done on it, it would be beautiful, immaculate. You could hold soirees here. Um, but at the moment it looks like no one has lived here in years. Vines growing everywhere, cracks in the windows. Uh there is a gate, but like one half of the gate is like hanging nearly off of its hinges. Um it is like spooky haunted house TM. Like that's or more like dilapidated manor TM. Like that that's how this place looks. Garf doesn't know what a soiree is, but um it's just like 10 p.m. at this point, uh, or we'll light, like some, light some torches. Yeah. And hand them torch. around. Excellent. Uh, Marv points to, like, a small divot in the road, like, just, just before the gate, and he says, I, I woke up there. Then perhaps that is where we should start. This mansion certainly does fit the bill for the kind of story you told us earlier. Can I go over there and see, like, maybe how long he was laying there? Sure, yeah. Uh, give me a... either investigation or survival. I'll do survival. Uh, that is a 12. Okay. With a 12, you can definitely see, like, the broken bits of, of grass and uh, the small indent of, obviously, someone having lain here. Um, but you can't really tell for how long. Okay, that's that's all. Um, Marv uh, uh, goes up to the gate and he says, um, "Should we go inside, or how how do how do how do adventurers normally go about doing this?" Uh, Nick, Nahir, do you guys sense any ma- ma- magic magicy stuff over there? No, but I do like to use all my. Um, tools at my disposal. GM, are there any, like, squirrels or small birds around? Um, give me a nature check. I don't normally get to ask that. This is great. I'm excited. Nature. That is only a four. (laughs) Only a four. Um, (laughs) yeah, you are... Like trying to to sense the squirrels and birds, like trying to hear their songs, even just like the song of of the crickets at night. Weirdly enough, you don't hear anything. No birds, no crickets, not even like a moth flying by, and it's eerie. Like even in a haunted mansion, like at least there's like wind blowing or like an owl hooting to add ambience. It's quiet here. 
Can I, like, look at the <clears throat> dirt and see if there's bugs? There's bugs chillaxing down there? Chillaxing, relaxing all cool, shooting some b-ball outside the school. Um, uh, you, I mean, you see, like, a few insects, like some ants and everything, but, uh, it's, like, just like a line of ants. Really I would like to pick up like an, an ant and just like there, there is life. Yeah, but I can't talk to ants. I was gonna talk to like a squirrel or something and see what they were. They might have seen maybe how long he was laying here. But the fact that there's none around here is very concerning. So we probably should be careful when we try and find these friendly or evil ghosts. You can talk to ants; they just don't talk back. You can talk to anything. It's crazy. Just like Gerp. I know. It's not like a different invention. <laughs> you, yeah, you see him yelling at a salmon. Just <laughs> love me. And y'all are like. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I talked to a fish once. I mean, all it said was blub, 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 but it talked. That's, that's something. But, uh, you know, the thing I've discovered about if you want to see if anyone lives in a place. Uh, you gotta do this, and she just like strides up to the door and just knocks on it. Excellent. Hello. So, uh, so there was like a um, like a stony gate with like the the wrought iron gate in front of it. You just like knock. Pretty much, it. You don't have to lock it. You just you can literally just like knock the last bit of it off of its hinges, and you do. She see, is a brick house. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a Russian brick house in winter. Um, you um. <laughs> You see, uh, yeah, there is that, like, kind of, like, circular dirt uh, uh, kind of courtyard area. You can see that um, there probably was a garden in the back, but it is completely brambles and overgrown ivy at this point. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you stroll it up to the door, and you knock, and you can hear that knock kind of, like, echoing through, uh, kind of echoing through this very empty house. Um there is no answer. Um, Moss would like to, while everyone's dealing with that, uh, investigate to see if they can find anything in the brambles. Excellent. So you make your. Uh, so we have uh, Zara going up to the door. We have Moss going to the brambles. Uh, wh- before you roll, one sec. Uh, I'm gonna ask everybody what their what their characters are doing. So uh, Gurf, uh, what what are you doing right now? I'm going to be sort of next to Mar, just sort of. Looking at him to see what sort of reaction, uh, he's having and like, you know, see if he's got any sort of reaction to us poking around this mansion. I feel like he's got, he's got a connection there. Uh, yeah, I can just give you, go ahead and give you, actually, you know what? Hold that thought. I'm gonna have you make a roll for that. Uh, here, what are, what are you doing? Here is standing, doing a mix between standing watch and then looks to the group and says, do you think we have the time for me to perhaps try to detect any magics here? It, it will take a moment for me to do so without troubling myself too much for it, but it could prove useful. Buy anything you want. They don't seem to be answering the door. All right, then. And Nahir will go and have a dance party off to the side where she ritualistically will cast Detect Magic. We are going to have a So for about 10 minutes, while I imagine the, the camera's kind of panning around her dancing, but then in the background, we see each of the other things happening. Yeah. Uh, and she just completely 
not registering the world while she cast this spell. Sorry. Uh, give me a second. Um, you cast. So I'm so sorry. What were you casting again? Detect. Detect magic. Detect magic. Excellent. Casting detect magic, and then Nyx, what are you doing? I'm coming up right behind Zara to go through the door if someone opens it because I want to go inside. Excellent. Uh, so, uh, Gurf. Make me an insight check on Marv. Alrighty. Um, that is... Um, that is a ten. Ten. So, you know, stellar. You know, it's great. Right? Uh, I mean, just looking at Marv, you can tell that he is um, very anxious about all of this. He just has, like, a, a baseline anxiety about all of this. And he actually will probably... Um, when when Zara begins to make her way towards the door, he will follow her at like a at a distance, okay. um, but nothing like suspicious going on or anything. No, he okay. he is just, just he gonna... is just as confused as all of you, but he also has that like I need I need to know. Then I'm gonna be there, you know. I'm 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 a uh, physical and emotional support for for, for Mark. Oh my god, I love it. Um, yes, so, hide behind the meat shield with the shield. Yes. Hide yes. behind the meat shield with the shield, but also take comfort in the small shield. Um, so Nahir, you're casting Detect Magic. It takes you about ten minutes, uh, but that's okay, because I don't care about time here. Time is an illusion. Um, you cast that, and um, within the thirty feet like radius around you, nothing really comes up. Um, yeah, that nothing nothing really strange happens when you when you cast detect magic. But as you uh are you walking around with it or are you staying where where are you going with your detect magic? Yes, I'm imagining maybe by the time the others are approaching the door and starting to go inside, that's around when her dance party's done. So yep. she opens up her eyes and they're this blaring gold color to match the rest of rest of their being. Yep. And they will go to follow the rest of the party in and, and kind of in their usual fashion will kind of share what they're learning from the spell as they're learning it. So, yes, I don't sense anything that comes across as odd, but be vigilant. This um, Marv has markings around his neck that make me think there's some sort of incorporeal being or, or something malicious inside. So as you get close Wait, around his neck, can I look at his neck and like, do I see anything that's non-magical? Does he have like tattoos or anything? Uh, make me a perception check. <laughs> that's a four. You are very short. <laughs> you just like it's true. You you just are not at the right angle to see because yeah, these were actually like. They weren't hidden necessarily, but uh, it they are behind his his collar, which you guys have cleaned them up a little bit, so it got kind of like readjusted. So uh, Nahir definitely knows where they are, but at your at your height and at your angle, Gurf, you just you you can't see what she's talking about. Not that you don't believe her, you just can't see it. Um, but uh, Nahir, as you get closer to the door, um, your detect magic. Um, very faintly, like, it's not immediately in the radius, but it's almost like 
you can feel it with just your natural uh, uh, magical senses as they are up right now. Um, the area around this mansion feels off. Like you're, it's not like someone has cast a cast a magic here. Um, something magical has settled on this on this place uh, on this manor. And it is, it is just, it doesn't sit right with you. Permeated into the very stone and wood of the mansion. Yes, exactly. Um, Something is making the hairs on, on just my whole body raise up. Be careful, everyone. The hair on my body sticks up all the time, but I think it's mostly the mud. The mud and the dirt, the pumpkin, yeah. They're not wrong. Uh, Moss, uh, what did you get? For your um, I got, I got a nineteen. Cool. Were you rolling investigation or nature? Investigation. Investigation. Excellent. So you go over to these uh, brambled hedges that at one point probably looked pretty cool and actually looked like maybe like a like a garden maze or something, but now just look absolutely terrifying and you don't want to try and squeeze through there. Um, and they uh. You can definitely see that there is a walkway, a stony walkway that has also been overgrown, and a small fountain that is not currently in use. Like, it's got, like, a bunch of leaves and brambles inside of it. But in the back, you can see what is probably, like, you know, like a a garden um, that is also overgrown. All of their being is being used to not just dive into that. <laughs> it is. It is the back of the house. So if you if you did want to investigate further, that is an option. Um, but we also now turn to Zara, and she is knocking on this door, and you don't hear anything. Do you attempt to open the door? She looks back. Hey, Ma. Um, when uh, that I, I can't quite remember. When you told yourself to destroy everything, uh, does the door count as that everything? I uh, would like to ready my battle blacks. Is there like a key in your pocket or something? Is the door even locked? He he checks his coat pocket. He checks his pants pocket. And he just he's uh, I I I didn't find anything on my person except for that crystal crystal shard. Um. Uh, she tries the handle. You try Mars the handle, smash? and literally as you turn the handle, it just crumbles in your hand, and the door just swings open. Don't know how to strike, apparently. But and as the door swings open, you can see inside of this manor, uh, and again, it it looks like no one has lived here in in years. Um, there are no coverings on any of the furniture, so you can see like mold and and dust and. Uh, maybe creatures have gotten in here and have, like, torn into it a little bit. You can see some of the brambles have kind of crawled in through the windows and have begun, like, going through the, the, going along the walls in here. It, it looks really rough. My gods, this decoration job is fantastic. I've got a <laughs> lot of stuff to tell the kids when I'll get back home. Um, is that, been, like, very Beauty and the Beast vibes or something? Uh, uh, I mean, worse than that, but like, uh, 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 yeah, like this, this house has, has 
become us has been succumbed to the elements. Um, there is one large room immediately to your left. There is a smaller room to your right. Uh, two more sets of doors down the hallway, as well as a set of stairs going up. When you say creatures got to it, is that like claw marks similar to the ones that are on Marv, or no? No, like like uh, probably like a stray dog or a stray cat, or even the squirrels or, or raccoon, like small vermin that you know gets into into houses because it's warm. Uh, but uh. Again, Nyx, from outside, you just maybe you've been just like keep, kind of keeping an eye out for like maybe there's a there's a family of squirrels that has now taken residence inside of this home, um, just like it was outside. Even though you see the remnants of what probably was an animal, you don't hear like the scraping against the wall or in the ceiling like you normally do it, did if there was like a squirrel infestation. Again, your footsteps don't creak. Your there are no sounds in this house. The only thing you can hear once you get inside is like the silent whooshing of wind as the door begins to let in the draft. No mice, no flying mice. Those are bats. So I can see why you told yourself to destroy this place. I mean, there's got to be a million code violations in here. Hosha was shut this place hole. down. <laughs> I mean, the place should be condemned. Someone can get really hurt. I mean, I know how kids are. They really like to explore places like this, and usually, they don't. They, I mean, they can bounce back and everything, but you know, all those splinters and everything can give you some nasty infections or maybe some gangrene. Or, I mean. Uh, what we do in the tavern, it's all, it's all for show, but this could really get someone hurt. Can I, can I inspect to see, like, if it's still all structurally sound? Like, if I climb the staircase, is it just gonna collapse on me? Um, yeah, you can investigate the staircase and see how, or okay. you can just, like, walk up and down it. I was gonna say, do you investigate oh. by walking up, or do you investigate by... That's, that's more like experimentation. <laughs> Hey, those stairs are going to fall apart as soon as you step on <laughs> The DC I mean, depends I'm, I'm, I'm on very, how much you're I'm doing. very light. Yeah, I'm very light and very small. I feel are, like you, are you walking up the stairs or are you just looking at it? Uh, I, was, I was thinking more like inspect to see if it was about to collapse. I, I did just not tell it. any of you, but I have uh, proficiency in woodworking tools and stuff. So. Yeah. Okay, is, just look at it. I imagine that's what you're doing, just looking at it. Uh, maybe inspecting the wood with your hands, but you're not you are not actively trying to climb the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did What did you get for your investigation? Oh, uh, that is a. Uh, sorry. Uh, that is a thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Um. No, the stairs do seem solid. I mean, obviously there is some wood wood rot. Uh somewhere, but they, they don't look like they will uh, fall in immediately if you put pressure on them. Uh, but uh, And again, you put your hand on them, and you kind of put pressure on it to su- kind of see if it'll, it'll give or whatever. The wood doesn't creak. The only way you know that there's wood rot is just from the look and the grain feel of it, which you can tell from your, from, from your, your woodworking. You, if you did not have that, you would assume that the the wood is fine, because it doesn't make any noise when you put pressure on it, and, and that's I try, weird. Can I try like breaking a piece off? Uh, yeah, like, make me an not, athletics not, like, check. Sure. Yep. Yeah. 
Wow, that's something I'm good at. Uh, that would be a 15. Yeah, you pass a pe- pop a piece of wood up. Okay. I'm just gonna show the piece of wood to the party and be like, it, it breaks, so it technically can, we can destroy the house, you know? It'd take a while, but like, we could do it. <laughs> yeah, but I wanna know why he doesn't have his memory and what happened here. That's the only thing. Nothing gained if nothing risked. I think we should. Maybe he's got some black mold poisoning. I mean, I wouldn't really be all that surprised looking around here. I mean, boring that, that, story, but that fungus could really get to your brain. I can tell you that. No, I mean back when I was younger. <laughs> That's not a story for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let what me run. What if like a memory-eating ghost? Well, let me run an empirical logic argument by you guys. So. We trust Marv, right? And Marv was the one on the crystal. Marv on the crystal said to destroy the house. So we destroy the house. Burn it with fire. So as you guys are having this conversation, Marv begins to kind of look around. He, You can kind of see him kind of like looking over everything. His, his face is scrunched in concentration. Um, and he begins to walk past the stairs um, down to one of the doors uh, actually attached to the stairs, like where, where it would be like a cupboard. And he opens it, and you actually can see inside is another set of stairs leading down. And he says, I think, I think we need to, to check the basement. I don't know why. Like, I just I have a. It's one of those well, weird sense sense kind of things. If that's something you remember, I mean, I that's I a don't good sign, right? really remember it, but it's almost like my body knows to go to the basement. Like I've done it so many times. It's Muscle weird. memory. Uh, just that's, push him down the stairs. Now that's just trusting your butt there, right? Uh, what's it got? I can't quite remember. Juiciest secrets are usually hidden in the basement. <laughs> um, and actually, as he as he <laughs> secrets are always That's hidden what my in wife the basement. <laughs> listen to your body. Listen to listen to your gut reaction. If you gotta go in the basement, go in the basement. Actually, so he opens the door and he says this, and um, you see that crystal that he had. Um, float out of his pocket. But, like, it's glowing and it floats uh, just for a moment in front of the door, and you actually kind of watch as a shard kind of forms very uh, fractal-like on on the other side of the previous crystal, and then another image appears. And you can see a much younger Marv in this image. Uh, like, probably his, like, he's 20 or something. And he's, like, clean-shaven, his hair is short, he's actually wearing, like, like robes, and he looks just, like, excited. Uh, and you actually see him standing, like, next to um, family members. Uh, what, they all look very similar to him. You see uh, a mother and father, uh, two women about the same height as him, and then a younger smaller uh, uh, boy and uh, they're all looking excitedly and uh, you hear Marv just say well just got back from wizarding college 
beginning my research now. Uh, family has finally put me, uh, let me build my, uh, 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 my laboratory in the basement. So hopefully, uh, this, this, this diary will lead all of those to, to know the, the, the struggles and the, the, the links that I have gone for, for the, the world of magics. And then the image cuts out. And Marv is just like looking at it like. So, Marv, can you try casting a spell of some sort? And, you know, it seems in, in the other you, you are a, a wizard. Maybe you still are a wizard. Uh, I, How about my Sparkle Queening Prestidigitation spell? I know wizards know that spell. Um, let me. Let me see. Um, and he raises up a hand and he, he does cast the, the cleaning spell, the presentation. It cleans this whole hallway. You know, what? casting this spell really only gets like maybe a person's height or so. You, maybe you, you usually have to cast like twice to clean off one person. All of you are clean. This hallway is clean. Nix, I, I gotta say, Nix, I mean, this hallway sparks joy. It does! I'm uh, going to go outside and uh, rub dirt on myself. We're outside. There Which is another doorway uh, out into the garden, or do you go back out to the front door? Oh, he's, you, you, he, he himself actually is going to just... We'll come back to him in a second. <laughs> but yeah, he does that, and he's just like... I, um... Extremely powerful. Yes, you are. I, is that a good? Is that a good thing though? If I can't remember how to do this, how that just that brings up so many more questions. Maybe it's something in your base, like the previous used basement lab- laboratory, that might have something. I mean. Unless you want to try to ro- like try to remember this conversation you had with your family, I hear that role play is uh, very very efficient at that. Now I'll be your mum. <laughs> All right, Marvy. All right, Marvy. Oh, I've decided you did such a good job at Wizard College that I'm going to let you have your own basement apartment. Now make sure that you clean your own socks. I have no. reemerged covered in dirt again. What did I miss? <laughs> this is actually very important. Uh, Gurf, did you go to the front? Did you go to the front of the house or did you go to the back of the, the house? Front. The, 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 the front. The, the door we entered. I'm not about to explore the rest of this mansion on my own. Okay. Um, yeah, you're covered in dirt now. Um, so yeah, Zara, you begin to do this, this role play with, with Marv and he's just kind of like, I don't, uh, it's not helping any, is it? Um, or is it? I mean, I put more detail about socks. I, actually, I'm gonna need Zara. I'm gonna need you to make me a performance check. Weird, oh God, I know. Gonna it's, just... <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. I don't know. I think Zara should get advantage on it because she is a great mom. You know what? Fair, Zara. You have advantage on this because you are a great. Well, mom. I just rolled a 19, so I'm not really sure if that's. Uh... No, no, no. That's great. Uh, plus, <laughs> plus anything for your charisma. That's that's with the uh, the charisma. Oh, a nineteen. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um. So yeah, you uh you say all of this stuff and you see Marv's face kind of like, 
I don't know if this is going to work, but I'll try. And then confusion. Yeah, what's this? Uh... We oh, definitely need to get, to back, get down to get back to in character. Uh, now, what's this? Get a vial of something over here. I think it looks a little bit like a, like a bottle of cleaning vinegar. I, I definitely feel like my mom. If that was her in the in the image, I have that effect on people. It's all right. You're you're a phenomenal mother, and I can tell. There's oh, thank you. Um, uh, not as good as my wife Amelia. I can tell you that. <laughs> Either we can check more in in the basement, uh, and I, I feel like more of my information will be get, will be brought back in that in that same way with with the crystals, or we could probably find out more about my family. I guess uh, if we explore the rest of the house, um, I I feel some family portraits or something. Or uh, um, we there are no like find the dining room. There are no porches down here. The dining room was actually to the left. Uh, that was the, the large room to the left. Quick like journals, I mean. Yeah, oh, journals, oh. libraries. Right, you, yeah. you have your crystal journal. What is it? A clog, maybe? A, I think a I crystal, called it a diary. Crystal log. Oh, all right. You got maybe. your crystal diary. Maybe this. Maybe you Maybe you made some more for your, uh, for your family. Or maybe, uh, maybe you've learned the habit from them. Maybe there might be a journal diary around here somewhere. Or um, what about a spell book? Would that maybe be your downstairs? Maybe in the library? Uh, maybe another crystal. Maybe we could check the jewelry boxes. Would Would the backyard have a cemetery in it? Where you bury uh, family members? Uh, uh, Moss, wow. you you did when you when you made your when you made your check when you looked into the garden. You did not see a graveyard. You didn't. You did not see a. Oh. Uh, yeah. Are are we in the basement right now? Did I did no, I? No, 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 no. You are you are on that oh, okay. first floor landing. Uh, there is a. It looks like there are stairs leading down to the basement, but there's also a set of stairs that lead upstairs. Um, so as you guys are actually in this hallway again, on the left hand side, there looks to be a larger room, a dining room area. Um, there is another door kind of next to that room. Um, on your left. There's also a door directly in front of you leading out into the garden. Uh, and then there's an open space uh, next to you on the right-hand side that looks like it connects into two rooms. It looks like both a, like, kind of like a lounge area slash sitting room uh, all on the on the right-hand side. Moss is just going to run into the sitting room. Yeah. You get in there. All <laughs> You go into the sitting room. Zara, where are you going? Oh gosh, I think that she's going to. Hmm, I think she's going to go to the basement. Get yeah, going down to the basement. I'll go yeah. to the basement with you. Go to the basement. Uh, mm-hmm. and here, where are you going? Here has a quick question for the for our friend Marv. Yeah. Uh, so when her companions start talking about these objects that he has around the house, she nods and her senses are still open to kind of the magic around them. Oh shit, that's right. I'm so sorry. Uh so uh Oh no that's fine. I can so I think Go. Yeah. Uh so you I mean you have that up uh, I think you have it for a good ten minutes, I think. It ends whenever is narratively the most interesting. Okay. Uh so you uh your so you have your eyes open and when you actually watched as um 
uh, Marv's crystal kind of uh, built upon itself and you saw that, that other image, um, you saw uh, uh, transmutation ha- magic happening when that happened. Um, and as you get kind of closer and closer to the basement, uh, to the door and the stairs leading down there, that sense, excuse me, of wrongness seems to almost like inten- like intensive. Uh, so if you've ever, if, if you are susceptible to, to like, um, like high pitched noises or EMF readings, uh, just like electricity in the air that isn't really readable except by electronic devices, but it just like, it makes you nauseous and it gives you like a really bad headache. That's essentially what you are getting right now. Um, here as you get closer to the basement. I think is they it... take that moment of seeing the transmutation magic mm-hmm. as a as like a point of relief because it looks like transmutation magic and it feels like it. So it's maybe see that, the like... only thing in the house that feels right. Yes. And she's remembering she before entering the home, she pinged on something specific and now they're looking around trying to figure out was that coming from a specific direction and it, it really is the basement like when that door opens uh it because also like you're kind of standing over where potentially that room would be and it just it it feels like you are everything is on a pinprick for you and here you are normally a very calm and a very uh 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 you it doesn't take it doesn't it takes a whole lot to get you upset and and uh kind of off balance being in this house is setting you off and you you do not like it i mean everybody else probably also has like the uh creepy anxiety factor but you are like it physically hurts you to be in this house so it's it's like an unholy sort of feeling not really a necessarily magical or general unease that anybody would be able to tell or no. Nahir, do you would you like to roll me a religion check? I will. Yeah, so Nahir will begin reiterating a lot of this out as as uh, as their companions start to go to different portions of the house. They'll say they'll call out probably in a fashion that they're very familiar to. Um, a ten on this religion check. Uh, a ten is enough. It it, it is not being hidden very well uh and you as a cleric are like you you can tell because again you're having these symptoms it's weird like you this is not normal uh and you realize that this house is on top of unhallowed ground and everyone will hear their voice uh, their voice kind of call through these rooms of the house we do find ourselves in a place that has felt some sort of desecration. There is something magical, something possibly evil in the basement. Desecration in a good or a bad way? It's always bad. Ah, oh, that's... We're going that's to awesome. speak more about desecration in the future. I will write that down in my journal of conversations to have in the future. Really just a matter of opinion. Considering we're about to head down to a college boy's old bedroom, I mean, (laughs) there's a lot of unholy things going on down there, as far as I can tell. Yeah, believe (laughs) me. Yeah. From the other room that Moss and I have run off into, scream if you need me! (laughs) 
So I do not scream, I bellow. I'm getting Hello, so many ideas me. for my kid's haunted house next year. <laughs> so Moss and Nix, the two of you run into the sitting room and you jump onto this couch and like a, a billow of dust appears. Uh, you cough a little bit. It's, it doesn't feel very good. Um, but as you sit down on the couch, uh, you you watch that dust kind of float in front of you, and it kind of coalesces, and then suddenly you see eyes appear in the dust, and hands, and a mouth, and the mouth opens, and it reaches at the two of you. Uh, there are two of these dust. Uh, they're not dust, me- dust methods. I'm just using the illusion of the world. Uh, but you see this corp- incorporeal figure scream, and all of you hear this, uh, at you, Nyx, and Moss. Um, and now we're going to roll initiative. Yay! Huzzah! Brady-eating ghost, Brady-eating ghost, Brady-eating ghost! <laughs> Brady-eating ghost, oh no! It's quickly sending a message to, like, Zara, Zara, come here! Help me! I'm pretty sure she can hear that scream. Oh, yeah. Zara, are you and I, like, on the way to the basement? Or are we, like, taught, like... I think this all probably happened within a single, like, probably within two rounds from the sound okay. of it. Okay. So oh, yeah. No, I, close enough to hear I think it. Marv was talking to you guys about that. You were doing your role play, and then here was like, I don't feel good. I think this place is on, on hollowed ground. And oh, then you yes. hear the scream coming from the sitting room. Um, so, um, uh, so, Zara, what did you get for your initiative? I got a 19. Woo! Uh, Moss. 17. 17. Uh, Gurf. 12. Uh, Nahir. 8. 8. And Nyx. I also got a 17 with Moss. Uh, wonderful. Uh, which of you would like to go first? I can go first. Okay, that way I don't hit you with any magic. Wonderful. Uh, but, uh, so start of the initiative is actually going to be Zara, and then it is going to be the, uh, these two specters, followed by Nyx, and then Moss, then Gurf, and then Nahir. I will remind you guys when it is your turn in the initiative, but we are starting with Zara. Zara, you hear the scream, uh, the screams of both the damned and the, the, probably the screeches and the squeals of your companions. What do you do? Who might also be damned? Who don't know? She nah, turns on her fine. heel and starts, like, running towards the scream, like, drawing her battle axe and shield going, Hold on, mummy's coming! And, um... <laughs> Adventure mom, hurry! <laughs> Adventure mom, save us! <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love Adventure it. mom is a vibe. That's a vibe. <laughs> that is a vibe! <laughs> I need a t-shirt, even though I'm not te- I'm not a mom yet. Um, okay, it's a state of being. Yeah. Yes, I'm mother to my friends. Okay. Yes. Um. So I don't. Is she any like anywhere near this scene at all? I mean, would she be able to get an attack in, or is she just entering the room? No, no, you can totally get an attack in. So yeah, you you run around the corner, and sure enough, you see uh, these grayed, uh, uh, barely kind of kind of visible uh, 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 beings that are floating in front of. Uh, Nyx and Moss. Um, two of them, uh, they're both like, again, like they, their legs kind of disappear, uh, but you can see their torso and their arms and their mouths, and it's, it, it's barely a 
person, more of a, a ghost sort of being. And they're hostile, right? They are hostile. They are screaming okay. at Nix and Moss, and their their hands are reaching out for them. Oh, she's going to charge the nearest one. Yes. Like, this is what happens when you don't clean your room! <laughs> okay, that is... Uh, finding battle axe. Here we are. That is... Um, does, holy crap, does an 18 hit? An 18 totally hits, yes. Absolutely. Um, and that is eight points damage. Okay, you do eight points damage, uh, to the first one that is in front of Nyx. And, Mm -hmm. um, you swing your axe through it, and literally your axe goes through it. Um, it definitely, like, dissipates a little bit, and then you watch it reform, but it takes a minute. So you feel like your axe didn't do quite as much damage as you su- suspect it would. So it only takes four points of damage. Okay. Well, uh, who's just going to take a bonus action to, um, try to sh- do a sh- uh, shield master shove to, so you shove the creature within five feet of uh, you with your shield. Yeah. By the way, uh, did your charging have uh, any effect, or did, was that just flavor? Did you do you actually have that was flavor text? Okay, you do have a second attack as a fifth level fighter. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's an eleven. An eleven. Uh, dang it, eleven misses. <laughs> okay. Bummer. But She's so, but yeah, do that. Do that shield bash. I just shove. Shove. You would shove back by me. Um, what do, what, uh, is it a save on my part? Do you attack, or? It doesn't really give any details. I think it's just shoving about five feet back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, uh, you push them. Push, push that one in front of you five feet. Uh, where are you moving them? Away. Away. Uh, do you want to move them behind you or to the side? Uh, just so they're they're five feet away from Nick. Further away from the from the squishier characters. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So you shove it. Shove the 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 specter to the uh, right of Nix, uh, and you get in between her and the uh, and the um, yeah specter. Excellent. Wonderful. Okay. Um, and then it is their turn. So the one in front of you, uh, uh, Zara, is going to uh, swipe at you with its hand. Does a 17 hit you? Nope. Nope, it's not. Wow. Good. That would have been bad. Um, so it, it reaches out to you and tries to touch you, and you have that shield out, and you just kind of knock his hand away. Um and then the one in front of Moss is going to also reach its hand out to you. Um, also a 17. Does 17 hit? Okay. Two, five, ten. You take ten points of necrotic damage. And I'm going to need you to make me a constitution save. Sorry, I was reading the chat for a second. Was that me? No, yeah, you're good. Okay. So, no con saving throw? 
Oh, no, uh, not not Zara. Zara, you're fine. Uh, Moss Sorry. is making a con saving throw. Thirteen. Thirteen. That is enough. Uh, or not enough. The, the con save is a ten. Um, but yeah, you, you feel your life force being literally removed from you by this, by this, uh, spectral being. Uh, and it, it hurts. It does not feel good at all. Um, but you do not feel as, as weak as, um, uh, you feel like you probably would have been if you hadn't just been very hardy. Um, and Marv comes into the room and he's just like, what's going on? Uh, uh, and the specters look up at him and then you begin to hear very, very faintly the murmurs of, you did this, can't believe you, you and your work, you in the basement, all your fault, how could you, how could you, Laurel, how could you? Um, that your mom. Marv, use your magic. Uh, and you can't, yeah, you can't see Marv kind of put his head over and he, he looks very, again, very scared of what is going on right now. Um, and now it is Nyx, followed by Moss. Nyx, what do you We do? will unpack those whispered <laughs> li- things later. Um, I whip my knife out of my side and I quickly prick my finger, like splash the blood over these specters. And I cast Bane. Ooh! So Christmas saving throw. Ooh! Exciting. 14. So, uh, on the one that was in front of you, or on both of them? I can choose up to three creatures, so I choose the two specters. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Charisma saving throw. That's a three. That is an 18. So, uh, the one in front of Moss succeeds. Uh, and I think Bane is a D4 on my stuff? Yep. Uh, attack rolls or saving throws. Got it. Um, and then Moss, kick their ass, and you'll have a bardic inspiration. Yay! Um, not, are any of them in front of me right now? No. The one that was in front of you got pushed away by, by Zara. And then I would you like sing kick their ass. Kick their ass! <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. And then I will, since I'm kind of like standing on the couch, I will just like hop off and stand behind it. So yep. it's like, you hop over it, and you're like... You see the flower crown, and that's yes, it. Yes, you see my flower crown. Um, it's, a, it's a D8 for my bardic inspiration, by the way. Nice. Oh, okay. Uh, and then it is Moss's turn. Moss, what do you do? There is one in front of you that put its hand on you. Wait, how dare? How dare? How dare? How dare? Uh, I'm going to try and stab it with my short bow. Wait, or not my short Wait, bow. With your oh, bow? <laughs> a question. Short sword. It's okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, you see, you stabbing it with a short sword or shooting it with a short bow? I am stabbing it with a dagger. I just can't read today. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Girls can't read every day. <laughs> oh. <God. laughs> Uh, a thirteen is moss, and this dust creature within five feet of me. Yes. Yeah. Do we have flanking rules? Uh, for uh, no? You have to be literally like one person on one side, the other person on the other side. Like I've you got, not next to each other. Um. Yeah, I've got a 
uh, fighting stealth protection, and I'm wearing a shield, so um, I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Oh, so you probably oh, no. would have wanted to do that on their turn. Sorry. Sorry. But I will remember for next time. Yes. Sorry. Uh, but uh, brain. It's okay. You guys are doing fine. But uh, it's okay. Moss, a 13 hits them. Roll me the damage of your dagger. Uh, six. Wow. Don't forget sneak attack. Does not have sneak attack. Uh-uh. Oh, I thought. Sneak attack, you only get sneak attack if uh, another creature is uh, flanking so. it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, or if I you thought, have advantage on the attack. I thought if, if, if you had someone within your, um, like an ally within five feet. Yeah. Is there an ally within five feet? Is, is that, does that? I thought it was an alley with, with, within five feet. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, that is, um, that is provoking the, the the monster sneak attack. Um, proxy, uh, you have an ally within five feet of the target that you are attacking. Oh, so even if the target is like directly affecting you? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Cool. Never mind. Yeah, uh, Moss. Yeah, you get to roll your sneak attack. I can damage check on to make sure. I'll be. I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. No, it's fine. Uh, nine. So, 9 plus 6. Nice. 15. 15? Uh, only takes 7, because again, you feel your dagger go through. You know the vital, you know the vital points of a normal person. You're not sure if it's the same as a, as the specter as you stab into it, and sure enough, like, it, it hurts it, but not as badly as you, you think it should. Um, uh, and from that, I'm going to disengage and hop over the couch. Also hopping over the couch. Excellent. We'd love to see it. Um, and now it is, now we are on Gurf and then uh, Nahir. So Gurf, what are you doing? So seeing uh, my my dear companions threatened by these specters, I would like to go into a rage, which comes with an accompanying... I can get this to work. Another flower crown! <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. I would like to ah. enter a rage. And and in my rage, I would like to try and run to the one that uh, Zara is attacking. Yes. Um, And I would like to take two big old swings at that bad boy. Excellent. Yeah. Swing, swing swung on it. All right. We hear the Mario Star music playing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? Oh. All right. So, uh, I have a 15 hit. That'll hit. Alrighty. So that is uh, five points of the damage for the first one. Five points for the first one. Uh, it will only take two. Oh, sorry. Seven points of damage because rage gives me right. bonus damage. Right. Uh, so only take three. Uh, for for half damage, I always roll down yeah. for yeah, for everybody. Fine. Everybody everybody gets rolled down. Yeah, and for the second attack, it is a fourteen to hit. A fourteen does hit. Okay. Damage for that is nice. Fourteen points of damage. Whoa! <laughs> oh, battle axes are just good. Yeah, it's super good. Uh, uh, so fourteen is uh seven. Um, so yeah, you're carving into the specter in front of you, and again, your your battle axe is going through it, and it like reforms in in the smoke, and then your battle axe goes through it through it again, and it's it's getting 
uh, harder and harder for it to reform itself uh, as it is beginning to grow re- weaker. Um, and the haze of rage that I feel is, is just satisfying that it's starting to, to lose a bit of steam. Yeah. Uh, then we are at Nahir. Nahir hears the commotion coming from the other room and follows in the footsteps, I think, of Zara. Mm-hmm. So trailing closely behind, Nahir rushes in and is trying to take in as much of this enemy as possible. And uh, their hand is reaching down to their side, trying to determine, do I pull out a scroll or do I pull out my holy symbol? And after watching the grim work done by her companion, uh, they end up pulling out their holy symbol. It's in the shape of an arrow. It looks almost quite like an arrow, but it's been gilded, matching her entire persona. Aesthetics. And they, and they will flip it around in their fingers, kind of like a baton, mm-hmm. and then hold the point towards these creatures and cast Turn Undead. Awesome. They need to make a wisdom saving throw. You see 15. And as this happens, we see this just bolt of blinding light radiate from their body from the tip of that arrow towards them. And ideally, we see something good when the light fades. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's the dream. I'm trying to remember. All pretty get... lights. It's, it's very pretty. Um,. Do you get anything special for your um uh for your turn on dead at level five, or is that not until later? They both fail, by the way, so they they both are immediately like ah! uh and they uh have to move their entire speed away from uh or they have to use their their reaction to run away, which means uh Oh, that means I Ger- can- Zara um, I unfortunately do believe that Moss and Nyx, you are, you are not in, in, uh, combat. Actually, no. Which way are they gonna go? Are they gonna go towards the couch or away from the couch? They move away from the couch. So they, uh, it almost like they turn and head towards, uh, where, uh, the stairs to the basement were. They begin floating that way. So away from the couch. Um, but Zara and Gurf, the two of you get, uh, attack of opportunities on them. So as they turn, uh, thank you for reminding me. I need them both to make constitution saving throws. Oh, no. I see 15. Nope. Wow, guys. Um, They fail. <laughs> but uh, one got like a 5, the other one got an 11. Uh, so as they turn, I think that the arrow that they're holding in their hands almost manifests as physical light and will strike each in their incorporeal chest, doing 16 radiant damage to each. Fail. Um, so they die. Like, both of them. Like, your cleric came in and nerfed these, these, these spirits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, when, uh, the, the radiant light just, like, pierces through both of them. Uh, yeah, you watch as their, uh, um, their figures, uh, just 
arch and clinch and scream. And those wails that before had sounded very unhallowed and uh, terrifying um, now sound almost human in a way, like a human crying out and then they like, turn does it, to mist. Does, does it make us feel bad? Like, a little I bit. It's a hum- well, oh. like, no, it was definitely like, they were definitely like malefi- Maleficent. No, not Maleficent. Mal- malevolent. Malevolent, thank yeah. you. Malevolent <laughs> spirits. Um, you could definitely tell they were definitely evil, but as this light almost sort of like pierces through them and just kind of like almost cleanse them in a way, the last note that you hear of them sounds like the wailing of a person. Or, or people of this. Or life choices? Uh, were they criticizing our life choices? Not ours. No, not yours. <laughs> uh, probably, probably Marv's though. Yeah, if they were criticizing Marv's choices, then that's pretty sad. And when you kind of remember that Marv is there, you turn and he is uh, holding up uh, that crystal, uh, which had uh, you'd seen it kind of form a second fractal, and you can actually see a third one begin to form as well after the defeat of these specters. And yet another image appears. And you see Marv, uh, he is a little bit older, probably another two or three years older. Uh, he's kind of got like some scraggle on his face. Uh, his hair's a little bit longer. And um, you can see him just kind of standing over um, over a bench and he just says, um, yeah, my... Unfortunately, you know, there's always setbacks in... in uh, when you are trying to learn more about the world and experience it in a way that might seem different from what your family wants. But hopefully by the time people are reading this, people are seeing this, my family will have seen what I can truly accomplish. So, uh, uh, Aunt Renee, uh, and, and mother, I, um, hope that, I hope you will talk to me again, but, uh, we have uh, portals to open and experiments to run, so uh, see you in the next day. And then the uh, image disappears. And is Mark's family not supportive? Because that's uh, it's pretty sad. That it's pretty sad. sad. Although the uh, portals to open makes me quite worried. <laughs> and the familiarity with specters is really weird. Are you a necromancer, Mark? I, um... My rage has faded, by the way. Yeah. Your beautiful sparklies have faded, unfortunately. Um, and, uh, yeah, Marv, Marv is like, I, I, I don't know if, um, if I am now, maybe I was whatever time this, this was. Uh, this is disconcerting. Maybe that's how I lost my memories. I, I was dabbling in something I probably should not have been. Usually maybe. what happens? Maybe maybe these are the reasons that my past self told us to destroy. <laughs> um, um, but maybe that is, that is why I, I uh, told myself in the first video to destroy this mansion. Maybe there's something here that I wasn't supposed to to discover. All I know is that I want to see the basement now. 
There's specters and portals and magic-y magic stuff. Um, yes, let's, let's go do that. I, I, I still need to know what, what it was that I was trying to do and maybe reverse it if I can. But if I'm not able to, please, I don't know what's going on, but heed the word of what I said in the image to, to destroy this mansion. Well, you know, the first step to solving one's problems, especially when you're messed up, is admitting that you did something wrong. Oh, I've done that, so you've made a very, very big step right here. And now we're just gonna go make sure, make things right again. Um, sorry about your mum. I think that might have been your mum. Or your, um, your aunt, aunt Renee, I, I guess. Um, it's okay. Sarah's uh, a great adventure mom. She can be your new mom. <laughs> um, that, uh, <laughs> if I'm not needed here for, for whatever reason, or if I, you know, remember who I am afterwards, that might be nice. Yeah, I can also um, have to run by my um, wife Amelia, but I, um, I am I am I think I am old enough that I don't maybe as, as, long, as long as you clean your filthy socks off the floor and uh, <laughs> and uh don't try to turn the rest of the family into uh dust ghosts and dust bunnies and all that. Uh, I think we might have uh might have something we, a room we could give you. Is Zara older than Marv? Because if Marv is older than Zara, that makes this exchange way more entertaining. Uh, um, well, uh, the, the, the Marv you see in the, uh, in the images looks very young. Um, uh, and you know what? Actually, Gurf, go ahead and give me a, a, an insight check. Crap, I didn't actually give her an age. Oh, hell. Uh, insight is... Thirteen. Thirteen. Um. Yeah, you can definitely tell that. Um, Zara and Marv are probably she's maybe the same age, but uh, only by looks. Like Zara obviously has like the life experience, whereas uh, Marv just looks haggard. <laughs> but as looks... long as it's consensual, that's fine. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Zara swings that way. I mean, she does swing uh, with no, her battle axe, uh, and it's great. I swing both ways, really. I mean, how do you think I've got my two other kids that are biological, by the way? But um, but uh, yeah, she's got. Uh, I mean, Bucky, oh he's a cute little half elf uh, who's got the cutest little green eyes. Oh and uh, Higgs, I mean, he's my youngest. He's a half elf, but he's got really pale skin. Uh, and pretty blue eyes too, but oh my god, he tries to chase his older sister all the time, and it's not a pretty sight. I mean, she spends most of her time trying to either get food from the other two boys, or have you ever tried to raise boys? It's just um, yeah. I really haven't. Please tell me that one you have like portraits of all your kids and your wife, and you show them off like General Major Hughes from me from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, hey. she does. She does okay, as well as as well as their drawings. I want to think that it's like a wallet that just unfolds yes. and it just keeps 
flapping yes, down has, until it's like down to there. She has just so various. Many, it's taller than she, us. She has so many pictures with crayons and glitter on it. It's great. And like dust and dirt and, you know, little pieces of little rocks and whatnot, because macaroni is not really a thing yet. Yet. Uh, it's, it, yeah, I think you are, you are showing off some of these drawings and everything as you all are making your way into the basement. So, uh, it's dark down here, but I feel like, Gurf, you still have your, your torch that you... Yeah, I lit all the torches from yeah. this before. You have all the torches. Half of us don't need them. It's... I do, though. <laughs> um, so as you are uh, making your way down the stairs, um, you notice uh, that these these stairs are made of stone, um, and uh, the walls are also kind of like a, a chiseled away... Uh, foundation of the of the house uh also made of stone and when you get to the landing at the bottom uh you see um there this is a a kind of sparse room but there is a a second door uh not second door a door in front of you um in this room is kind of like this is like the storage area. There are uh, uh, bits of furniture that have obviously been collapsed. There are uh, bits of um, uh, uh, like portraits that have been moved down here. Uh, you can actually see uh, some of the family members that are in uh, that were in the the one of the images earlier um, in this. Some of the the portraits um, you see bits of their faces. Uh, and then other parts of the fortresses have been kind of clawed through. Um, again, similar marks to the ones that are on, uh, Marv's back. Um, uh, all, pretty much everybody in, in these fortresses have, uh, have been clawed through, uh, unless they have Marv in it. And Marv's face is left unscathed. So, so I have two questions in this yes. basement apartment. One, is there really bad wood panel, like bad wood paneling lining the walls? Unfortunately, not in this room. This this is this is mostly stone. It's actually very cold down here. Two, is there a portrait of three wolf heads howling? No, there's not. There's also not a portrait of like the kissing scene. That the, there, like the kiss. I think that's one. Or uh uh. Oh uh, no, bountiful. the accolade. Huh? Oh, the accolade. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Do not... any of the portraits look similar to the specters we bought? Um, no. Unfortunately, the the specters uh were were like remnants of the shapes of 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 people. Gotcha. They did not um did not have any like identifying features on them. Uh, and as you get down here, um, another uh, Marv's crystal glows again, and then a fourth fractal appears and uh now you see marv and a uh more of the beard has kind of grown on his face his hair is very ragged uh his eyes look very sunken in um and he uh he looks uh a little a little like like wired like uh and he's like she promised me that all of this would just work out, and she has shown me so many amazing things. I cannot wait for all of our research to come out. Uh, everybody will know. Everybody will see. Finally, they'll believe me. Uh, and as he says this, you just see one red 
arm come around Marv's, like, chest. Just From where? Like, just out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. Does it look um, corporeal or incorporeal? It, it's like Cheshire Cat style. Like, it appears out of nowhere and and it curves around, but it is definitely solid when it when it like wraps around Marv. Is it a sexy looking arm? It is a sexy looking arm. That is ominous. Oh, you judge whether an arm looks sexy just oh. purely on looking at it. But just arm. purely looking at it, like that's that's a sexy arm. I'm, no, I'm into I'm, that. Out of character, I think I know what this is, but yeah, I'm pretty certain Zara doesn't. Would does this look familiar? Um, familiar how? Like, what do we recognize? Like, what kind of creature or thing or being this is based off the coloring or in the shape? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, go ahead and make, everybody can go ahead and make me a nature check. Nope. <laughs> that is an 18. 18. <laughs> one. Oh, ooh. I rolled a natural one, but I'm a halfling, so I can roll natural ones. So I rerolled it, got an 18 plus 2, so I got 20. Wow! Uh, uh, Nahir, what'd you get? An 8 for religion. Religion? That's more Nahir's knowledge. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the only two that really kind of know what this is, or what this could be, is, uh, Nyx and Gert. Um, so the two of you, uh, you see the arm and you see the way that it's curling around and you just also like see the way that Marv in this image is acting and you, you know, one, this is probably a demon, uh, or a fiend of some sort, some sort of being from, from, uh, kind of one of the more evil or planes of existence um, like Beetlejuice or something maybe uh, you definitely heard him refer to to them as she um, so uh, gender frankly is way too complicated for Gurf to grasp so. <laughs> big mood yeah uh, whatever this person or thing was uh, probably uh Marv identified it as as a she, or maybe they identified themselves as a she to appease more to Marv, and that's okay. Well, I mean, not in this case because okay, bad because everything is bad, but you know, you can identify however you like. Ginger is a spectrum. Um, but yes, uh, you kind of get a, a feeling that this might be a demon. When the arm went over Marv's shoulder, was that like an intimate, like, sling? Oh, yeah, very much. Okay. Yeah. Was it possessive? Yes. Possessive intimate? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But it's kind of side eye Marv and just go like. Is Marv, like, noticing what's happening? Oh, yeah. And Marv totally can see all of this, uh, like, see these these images and stuff. And he's just like. Is he into it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,. Probably, I mean, he definitely looks into it, into in the in the image, like in the crystal. But Marv, in front of you, uh, looks very concerned. He's like, "I, what happened? What partner?" 
I don't judge. It's fine. I guess this is what happens when you let your kid live in the basement after they've grown older. They start playing monsters and mazes and start summoning demons oh, and all no. that sort of thing. Does that come from personal experiences, Zara? Oh, no, that was more like, um, I would say my great aunt on my uh, human sides, uh, kind of ranting about, uh, not uh, about going back to the home after me going back to the home after um after all you know the mercenary business didn't really first pan out there was that time back during the recession and all that when uh you know you didn't really like a lot of lords weren't able to uh pillage and go war after other countries or anything like that so i just ended up living in my parents basement for a while my aunt didn't like that very much so I think I, I think I broke them. Um. Yeah, yeah, you're doing great. Uh, so you, um, so you see this image, and uh, the crystal drops, and the door in front of you begins to. Not the door necessarily begins to glow, but uh, a light begins to shine beneath the door. Um, a very pinkish reddish light just kind of very faintly begins to shine underneath the door. Well, so, um, I guess well, you've said destroy everything and, um, it's got a bit of an ominous glow under that door on there. You didn't mean your ex-girlfriend now, did you? I don't know uh, if if you know you got to solve your own problems, Sam. You got you got to tell her like, look, sweetheart, we've had a very good run, but it's not you, it's me. I don't even remember having a, a partner uh, or, anybody or anybody or anything. It's been it's been percolating in Gurf's brain for a second, and it finally occurs to them that demons, clerics, and clerics fight demons. Then goes, but here you're a cleric, right? There, I think there's some demon shit going on here, and I I think I think you're 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 the you're you're absolutely the lady for the job. But what if this is just like a star-crossed lover story? Well, maybe you can act as a mediator, you know? I mean, got two very opposed sides. I mean, one that's probably angry that uh, her, uh, her her lover forgot that she existed. And then you've got uh, this one that doesn't really remember that she existed. And, and you can act as that neutral party. You see, all relationships require communication. To perhaps, really work out. Perhaps it's time for some couples counseling. This is something that I would have facilitated for um, joining ceremony ceremonies at, at my conclave. So this could be within my skill set. Alrighty, do you guys open the door? It uh-huh. might be more polite to not polite to knock first. Oh. Uh, who knocks? Why don't I? Ju- why don't I just use mage hand to throw it open from far away? Ooh. Well, I would say that's very it. rude, but you know, you oh, do you. I suppose we're from, in a haunted mansion. Knock know? from far away, and then open it if we don't hear an answer from far away. 
Oh no, when you knock on the door, you definitely hear a voice go. Come in. She sounds pretty. Well, she said, come in, I'm gonna come in. So I go <laughs> open the door. You, you know, know what? We should just push Marv in there, close the door, and leave. <laughs> Let him deal with his ex-girlfriend by himself. It is a private matter. Us dwarves do not get involved. It's safer for I've everybody. hung out with a lot of dwarves, and I confirm dwarves are generally very hands-off with their, with, with like, couples counts and stuff. I, you know, I agree. We, well, I we can give us. him an axe. We, we can give him an axe. Look, I've got already, an axe. An axe for We already killed the ghost of his mom and aunt. The, the least we can do is reconcile him with his demon girl, ex-girlfriend. I want to know what you know what? He knows he. I just, but, I, it's, it's just inappropriate. You know, some things are better left in private. But Marv, if, if, Marv, if do you want backup? Marv, do you want to do yes. this on your own or do you want backup? No, I, I would like backup. I, I was all right. I'll I'll go and open the door. All right, I'm ready. So yeah, uh, Gurf, you open the door and you die. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You open the door and uh, all of you can now see this this red, a uh, uh, pretty much a red light, kind of glowing from the room and uh, all the lights in here, the flames, the uh, uh, torches in here have a, a very warm red glow to them. Um, and sitting on a lounge, uh, kind of, uh. Is it a chase lounge? It, it is a, eh, like, a, like a Phaeton couch kind of situation. Um, uh, in, uh, uh, pink robes with feathers on them and a, a, a glass full of wine, um, is this dark red figure with uh golden eyes long horns that curl back uh of her hair and uh, a big big uh just luscious curls just all over um and she's just lounging on this couch drinking her wine she says oh laurel i'm so glad you've returned i was worried when you left earlier you're pretty, by the way. Oh, and you brought guests. You never bring guests. Well, oh, not since last time. Why don't you all come in? And she stands, and you can see the small bat wings behind her back, and her her cloven hooves kind of peeking out underneath the underneath the robe as she steps forward. And literally, as she like begins to walk forward, the dress. Or the robe turns into a a long black dress, uh, just like like fire flicking the cloth away to change it. Um, and she uh, she reaches out for for Marv, and he maybe like like lurches away from her. He, he's like, um, I I I I don't know who you are. I'm 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 sorry. I, and she just, she's like. He's dealing with a little bit of amnesia, as far as we Wait, can tell. Wait, a lot of it. What name did, did she call Mark? She called Laurel. him Laurel. Laurel. Like, that's like a really Mark pretty better, name. But that's fine. I, I, I did not sign up for an orgy. <laughs> Using Gurf's powerful uh, 
in insights. Uh, is this this with the demon thing before? Uh, do I do I do I trust this individual? Roll me an insight check. And in fact, everybody, once you see her and hear her talking, if you want to roll me an insight check, go for it. Am I able to get an idea if it's at least devil or demon? Hmm. Oh, hey. Uh, Gurf's asexuality comes into uh, nice usefulness because I was an after 20. Nice. Uh, I don't think got an after 20. Oh, just, just like, I got a four. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, Zara got a 19. 19. Again. 14. 19. Uh, I'm too starstruck by her beauty. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That'll happen sometimes. Uh, uh, Nix, what were you trying to discern um, before? Just now that I have a good look at her, if I can at least tell, like, either A, now that I have, I see her, what she is, and if not exactly what she is, if she's at least devil or demon. Um, with your original nature check, you can definitely tell that this woman is a, a devil, or a fiend, okay. anyway, uh, okay. not demon. Uh, uh, here, you see her, and you're immediately like, I mean, she hasn't done anything yet, but also at the same time, She's technically not supposed to be here, just as far as, like, planar stuff goes. Um, she really not supposed to be here. Nahir's kind of like a dog that has every hackle on their body raised. Like, every core fiber of her being wants to destroy this thing, but they realize in this moment they've blown their load (laughs) and are kind of... Not yet! In a phrasing? Where they phrasing? Are, are we doing phrasing? I phrasing. guess we're not. <laughs> no, phrasing, and, phrasing, uh, phrasing is here. So instead they're choosing to keep calm and play nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the uh, devil lady looks at all of you and she just says, Well, you're the first guest that I have seen in, oh, Laurel, how long has it been? A year? Or two? Well, that's not right. I mean, I know how isolation can get. It can be quite lonely. But um, we had each other. And, look, there were many people who doubted our love. And they're not really in our life anymore. And, you know... What happened to them? I, I, we got rid of I, them. I know. Oh. Like... Right. Well, well I, I didn't raise know... a No, certainly not. Oh, right. If I'd known that we're going to be visiting somebody tonight, I would have brought a bottle of wine. But afraid all I've got is this flagon of milk here. Um, I'm not has it really been sure. long enough to be like gross? No, it has. I mean, it has definitely gotten warm. It's gotten room temp, no. but it's not like 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 whole uh, uh not chunky or sour or anything. So, um, if you'd like, uh, as a how. I wouldn't really call it a housewarming gift since the house isn't really all that warm and it's been here. But uh thank you for letting us in your home, room, basement, place. Uh here, have a flagon of milk. This is all I've got on me. Thank it's you very so nice to much. meet you. Uh she immediately takes welcome. it and turns it into a bottle of wine. This is wonderful. This is She's red or white. Powers, I don't know if I trust that. Red or white you definitely okay. ever. Oh, okay. Have you ever thought about working in taverns or alcohol supply? Because you could make a fortune, I could tell you that. Well, I would love to leave, but unfortunately Laurel here has, um, hasn't finished, uh, 
what we started beforehand. Uh, I am here in this manner. Performance anxiety, I get that. Yes, exactly. Couldn't quite finish the circle, and so now I am trapped in this dilapidated, crumbling mansion with only my thoughts of what I would do next time I saw him. So, um, with, with, with my, uh, my, the, the, I think, uh, with the, with the die plus the modifier, that was, that was like a, a 21 on the, on the insight. Am I, am, oh. is, is this person evil? Uh, so, so yeah, those of you who got above a, a 20 on your insight check for her, uh, yeah. She, uh, you can just kind of tell that the words coming out of her mouth are always dripped with uh, both a uh, uh, compliment and and uh, insincerity, and uh, she she hides her truths like it. You could you could totally tell that this. I mean, the only I, thing the only thing that she has been truthful about is that uh, she she is not able to leave the manor. Okay, uh, so. Gurf isn't good on subtlety, so uh Gurf is going to shout out uh that this 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 lady is evil and I'm going to 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 swing my axe at her. Excellent. Um I wanted to hear about the love story. <laughs> uh so yeah, Gurf, you you, you swing your axe at her. Please, please go ahead and roll me that attack. Thank you. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's 14 on the die, so 19 to hit. That'll hit. That will hit. Okay. I'm not raged, so it's just regular damage. Um, it's 4 on the die, so it's 6 points of damage. 6. Slashing. Excellent. Yeah, you, uh, slash at her with your battle axe, and, uh, she raises up a hand. And she catches it, and you can definitely tell that you have cut into her hand, um, but not as deep and not as harshly as uh, as you think you normally would. And she's just she like, just caught it with her hand. I mean, it catch it, like it definitely like. Oh, okay. She she definitely caught it, but yeah, it hurts her hand. But you only do three points of damage to her, and she is okay. just like, oh, Laurel. I can't believe you brought it. Adventurers here. <laughs> storyteller. Adventurers. Yes, also a storyteller. Oh, I excuse me. A storyteller, adventurers that want to do me harm. Now that's rude. And then you left me after putting up that terrible uh, uh, barrier where I couldn't leave. And then you wouldn't got rid of your memories. How dare you? How dare all of you? Uh, and then her hair begins to, to kind of like furl around her, her claws kind of like come out of her nails. Uh, and we're gonna roll initiative again. Cause now you're gonna fight the pretty lady. Oh. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. oh no, she's hot! Bonus action to blow kisses oh. or to win. <laughs> I think that should be a Free action? Free action? <laughs> That's okay. a free action. That is absolutely a free action to to uh, blow kisses and wink at the pretty lady. That that's really a thing. Um, uh, Nix, what did you get? Nineteen. Uh, Nahir. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, Gurf. By virtue of my asexual power, I rolled uh seventeen plus three, so twenty. Nice. Uh, 
Uh, Zara? Two. No. Um, <laughs> She's, she was trying to be polite. <laughs> you were. You did, does, and you did a great job. Does Moss still have inspiration in terms of, like, how much time has passed in-game? Have you used your inspiration yet, Moss? Yeah. You did? Okay. Then never. Uh, so, Moss, what did you get? Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Good job, everybody. Um, so, yeah. Uh, starting off with Gurf, then going to Nyx, followed by Moss. So, uh, Gurf, you right. swing once at this lady. She catches it, and she looks uh, very upset now uh, at what you have just done. Was that one of my attacks, or do I have... No, it's a sprite, no. this... Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Then uh, I would like to use my bonus action to enter a rage, which, you know, means this comes back on. Uh, and then I would like to do um, a reckless attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the reckless attack, mm-hmm. uh, too. So both of those have advantage. Yeah. She'll have advantage against me. Yeah. So first one is 19 to hit. That'll hit. Alrighty. That is, damn, uh, 12 plus, uh, 4 points of damage, so 16 points of damage for the first attack. Yes. And then the second attack is going to be a, um, 18 to hit. That'll hit. Cool. And that is, uh, 8 plus 4, so 12 points of damage. 12. And that's my turn. <clears throat> Some solid hits. Yeah, you go at her and you just start carving into her, uh, slashing at the dress. Uh, you see blood seeping kind of through and you can kind of see her, like, just snarling at you. Her, her, uh, fangs are beginning to come in. Her, her eyes kind of begin to glow that fire red hellish heat. Um, she did not like any of that. And it is now Nyx. Next, what would you like to do besides blow kisses at her? My apologies, but I would prefer to live. Um, so, Gurf is like the only one engaged right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would like to. She could um, be though, if any of y'all have a ring. Just saying. So. <laughs> so I want to position like a point like five feet above her head because Gurf is small. Yeah. And I would like to. Blow into my little pan pipes and like a screeching loud sound, like not yeah. good. Yeah, no. and I cast shatter. Ooh, that is going to be a Constitution saving throw DC fourteen. DC fourteen, yes. Constitution. Yeah, she got a seven. I love that. That's twelve points of thunder damage. Wow. And then I would like to flick my hair back, and it comes like pink and yellow and purple and you uh, Moss, Zara, and Gurf as you are inspired you by my mantle of inspiration you get five temporary hit points and you can move up to your speed as a reaction without provoking attacks of opportunity if you so desire. Zara come up and uh, help me stab this lady. I will once I get the initiative to do so. Well, you have your right. reaction to, yeah. to yeah, move you your speed uh, without provoking an attack of opportunity, if you'd like. Catherine, you're muted. Yeah, so definitely getting within the um, that full five-foot space there, so I can also yeah. use my um, protection um, 
reaction. That's appreciated because uh, I yeah. currently get I give advantage on any attacks towards me, which will be slightly unfortunate. And I will slowly back up a little bit towards the door. <laughs> slowly backing up. Good uh, stuff. Cesara and uh, Gurf, you two are engaged with her. Did uh, Nahir or Moss move? Uh, no, okay. I can only do it to three. It was just Moss, Zara, and Gurf. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, then yes. Excellent. And you guys are in, in this room. Which, by the way, uh, you guys, your eyes were drawn solely on her because... Hot damn, obviously. But uh, I will uh, go ahead and re- describe more of the room because that was Ma- important. Moss was at the. Moss had started backing out of the room. <laughs> and I mean, you can still see the room even as you're backing out of it, but th- these are the things you notice. Uh, besides the fact that it is obviously a laboratory, like, you know, you've got the, the, the giant cauldron, the test tubes, the, the journals and notebooks and things that have been kind of like smashed and thrown across the room, um, there is a very obvious. Um, like door that has been like propped up on a wall that has like a like a almost nearly completed circle with runes kind of etched into it. Um, and besides, and also her her little lounge that she has made for herself. But that's about it. Uh, but uh, Garf and Zara, you're you're both in the room with her, and we are now on to Moss. Um, I am going to cast, uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Awesome. Oh, this is so good. Okay, uh, she makes a wisdom saving throw? Yes. Okay. She got a three. (laughs) Yay! It must have been a hilarious joke. Yeah, what joke do you say? This is actually very important. I will not let you cast a spell unless you tell a joke. Uh, uh, bonus points if it's a oh, uh, Halloween uh, theme uh, joke. What do you call two unicycles attached together? What? Bike passing privilege. <laughs> that hurts my insides, so it must have been a good joke. Um, I think you've also killed the DM. Maybe. <laughs> Rocks fall, the DM dies. Yes, um. exactly. That's exactly what happened. Oh my god. Um, that was really good. Oh, I need another bottle of wine. Yeah, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to recover from this. Um, please, please, uh, is take a DM inspiration. Uh, this is a d20 that you can re-roll even after you've learned the, the outcome of a roll. So you can either give yourself advantage or re-roll a d20. Okay. That was good. Um, but yeah, she is, she's just like. A flower crowns back. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Um, ah! yay! um, but, uh, so yeah, she is, she is cackling maniacally. Um, does she, does she get to save at the end of her turn? She's just doing that until somebody hits her. Uh, at the end of each of her turns and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. 
Uh, and the target has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. Okay. Nope. Uh, cool. Um, it is her turn. Um, so she is going to, uh, attempt to make that save. What's the DC? Uh, 13. 13? Okay. Yeah, she makes a 19. So at the end of her turn, she stops laughing. She's like, that was actually very funny, but, um, rude. Back to killing you all. Back, back to what I was just doing. Um, and you also watch, uh, Marv, uh, who you now know that his real name is, is Laurel. Uh, he steps into the room and he goes over to the door that he, uh, that has the kind of runes on it. Um, and you can, um, he's like, he, uh, he, like, he knows, like, okay, something, something is going on here. And then you see one final, uh, uh, image as a, the crystal is completed. It turns into a, um, you actually see that it now looks like, uh, like a crystal heart sort of thing. Um, and as it is completed, uh, Marv, like, clutches his head as the last image shows. Um, and it shows, uh, Laurel and this, uh, demon lady, a fiend lady, um, and she's just like, you can get rid of all of them and just have me. You only need me. Uh, and literally as she's like draped over him and you just kind of can see, uh, Marv as he looks now, it's like gaunt and, and tired and completely drained of, of himself uh, and he's just like, yes, I don't need, I don't need anyone but you. Well, that's not a very healthy kind of relationship this to have. This relationship is toxic. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, In a demon magic sort of way. But uh, Marv, like, unclutches his head and he... Uh, Oh, I'm very sorry. We have a quick, uh, little interruption here. This is my son, Oliver. Uh, Oliver, can you say night-night? Night-night. Night-night. You're saying hi over here. Uh, uh, is that, is that who you're picking tonight? Who are you picking? Yeah, which one are you picking? Yeah, you're picking that one. Yeah. Uh, Catherine, you have a DM inspiration. Well, Oliver inspiration. Uh, yes. Alright, Oliver, can you say, uh, I believe in you? I believe in you. I believe in you too. Highly adorable. Abe said I should be ashamed because No, no, no. Everybody uses toys and, and cute things to entice the Ollie inspiration. It isn't it's very uh. important. So <laughs> uh, I don't really have a toy, I just have this cursed thing. He definitely was pointing at both of both the cursed thing okay. and, and the Pikachu. Uh but uh obviously he knows the name of the Pikachu, so Look, uh, sometimes he just, but also sometimes he just picks people because they look cool. So, anyway, um, when all when all else fails, use a Pikachu. 
When all else fails, it is Pikachu. Uh, if anything, that's what the Pokemon animated series taught me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Marv, uh, like, lets go of his forehead, and he, like, clutches the, the crystal in his hand, he says, I have to destroy this, and, uh, you can see him beginning to try and, like, wipe away at the, the circle that is on the, the door, uh, and the woman turns, and her eyes, like, blaze, and she's like, No! Um, and then it is, uh, Nahir, uh, yeah, Nahir, and then, uh, Zara. So, Nahir, what are you gonna do? The scary devil lady. Nahir skips into the room as is their typical fashion. Literally uh, still skips. Still twirling their holy symbol in their hand, that gilded arrow, and we'll hold that up in one hand and an empty hand up in the other while looking at our beautiful new friend. We could talk this out instead. And what they'll do is ready in action. So if the beautiful new acquaintance decides to talk this out, Nahir will do nothing. And if they choose to attack any member of the party, they will cast a spell. Yeah. I'll let you know if you want to know what that spell is or not. I don't need to know what the spell is. I like the surprise. What I do want to know is uh, roll me a persuasion check. Love to do that. Twelve. A twelve. Uh, so you come in and you, you say, we can talk this out. We can We can figure this out. And the woman turns around and she looks at you and her and her eyes kind of diminish a little bit and she says he's trying to erase me from this world and i don't want to leave because i love him i mean yes i am feeding off of him but that's just how relationships are where i'm from and i i don't know what what you expect of me he's trying to I don't change know if that's me a argument. <laughs> that's what she says he's trying to change him Sometimes you have to compromise. <laughs> you should take your own advice. If you would like to speak about what compromise could look like in perhaps a, a, a relationship like yours, we could talk this out instead. He doesn't I want understand. me to siphon life from other people. He wants me to siphon it only from him, and that just doesn't seem fair. <laughs> Can, can we have an offshoot one-off of just in here's couples counseling? Because that honestly yes! sounds pretty yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but well, I mean, I don't suppose there's some sort of vegan life force sort of thing that you don't really uh, put any uh, any sort of um, like ethically sourced, <laughs> ethically eth- 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 sourced. So I mean, souls. <laughs> Souls. Ethically sourced souls. I'm sure there's some kind of uh, business going on between the planes. If just you know, maybe talk to some Gith Yankee. How oh, to come to think of it, they probably wouldn't like that. Well, uh, maybe somebody from Avernus. They might. They might be into it. I mean, it is. By the way, Zara, it is your turn. So is this is this your turn? Are you? <laughs> Zara just likes to ramble. No, no, um, absolutely. No, 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 no. I, was, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It oh, is no, your turn. Good. So if, if Zara is trying to convince her, like, maybe there is 
a different way to do. <laughs> is that what Zara is doing? Is she trying to like? Yeah, no. There's there there are better ways to get. Life I, I don't know if there is, but I mean, maybe we could do a bit of research. I mean, Lord, did you do any of this kind of research before, you know, erasing your memory and such? I, I don't know if you ever remember that. I don't think uh, he turns back to look at you all with like a crazed look in his eye and he says, She fed off of me for two years. She cannot be trusted. I lost years of my life. I lost my entire family. Because of uh, her! <laughs> and she's right. like, they didn't believe in you, So does that though. mean we can't make it work? Was it consensual, though? Yeah, that's the real question. I don't think it was consensual for the family members. It's true. Yeah. He's like, I, I wouldn't, I mean, yes, I was mad at them, yeah. but they still let me live down here, and I was in a bad oh. place, but I didn't want to kill them. And she's like, Sometimes you don't really know what you want until somebody else comes in and enables you. Yeah, that oh. sounds a lot like yeah. gaslighting yeah. to me. Um, she, mm. I, I, I think I want to be polite now. I don't think I want to kill you, but I don't really think I'm going to try to stop them from, you know, sending you back where you can, you know, ethically get all the life forces and souls that you want without, you know, where they all know when they agreed doing a sort uh, just you you can do it just please not here but if he gets rid of the of the circle now that is uh that is not complete by the way i go back i was trapped here for oh god he's he raised his memories what like yesterday i've been here for 24 hours by myself it's boring Wow, twenty four whole hours. You How did you live? Look. How are, are you? <laughs> my clover, my little tabaxi thirteen year old kitten, can be alone with her two younger brothers babysitting them for about twenty four hours. And well, yes, yeah, she's a bit frazzled. She ain't nothing like you, lady. So, um, I would say grow up. And go back to where you came from. And um, she starts assisting <laughs> um, Laurel, whatever he's doing. Yeah, he's uh, erasing uh, the the markings on the door. Um, he's not he's doing just a taking very... a towel out of her bag because you know you, you gotta have your towel. Yeah, and just starts like rubbing up, like rubbing the floor with the towel. Zara, I'm gonna go ahead and say her. that you are a mom. You know how to get rid of most stains. So you are making... Like, I don't even need you to roll for that. You know the life hacks to get stains out of anything. Roll uh, for cleaning. Roll um. for cleaning. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to roll for that. Uh, you are assisting yeah. him. Uh, and uh, yes, the, the, uh, uh, the circle is beginning to uh, 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 slowly but surely get erased. Um, and then we're back up to the top to Gurf. Gurf. Well, Gurf's in the middle of a bit of a rage, so honestly, Gurf doesn't really understand what's going on around them. They're just, like, noticing people or saying words, but, like, in the in the mind of a 
completely uh, something fogged by blood rage, you know? Doesn't really make a difference, so I'm just going to continue chopping. Yeah. So that, that'd be two attacks uh, with advantage again with reckless attack. Keep chopping. And see what we got. Uh, first one is a 12 to hit. A 12 misses. 12 misses. All right. You're looking uh, for an 8. Say the, for the, the weight. Sorry? You're looking for a 15 to hit her. Ah, uh, I'm going to say the weight of the axe just, like, overbalances girth. I mean, it's the same weight, you know? Uh, the next one is a, wow, double natural 20s. What the hell? Cool. So, uh, so yeah, like, so, so here, here's what happens. This doesn't always happen. Uh, it happened in one of my other games. Uh, and I love to give, uh, uh something special for that because that's a, that's a, that's rare. Fun. That's a beautiful, rare moment. Uh, so for two natural 20s, uh, you get your critical hit on them. And then I'm going to also go ahead and give you a, uh, a DM inspiration as well. So you can, uh, you also get a d22 eventually okay. re-roll sure or, or roll again later on. But yeah, you get a, you get a critical hit on this lady. Uh, so yeah, roll the damage dice twice. Um, okay. You, you only roll get the, 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 the modifier and the, yeah. the plus two once, though. Okay, uh, first roll is a nine. Second roll is a two. So 11 plus four is 15 points damage. Wait, you had a battle axe? Yeah. Is it D12. a D12? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, great Sergeant 2D6. Oh, sorry. Great axe. Great axe, battle axe. I get those mixed up. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, you said 12 points of damage, right? Um, no, I said 15. You said 15. It was, it was okay. a 2 and a 9. No, you're good. Plus I... 4 for the damage. I just forgot. Okay. Um, she's not looking super hot. I mean, she is looking super hot, but now she's like bloody and hot. So that's a <laughs> it's a, it's a different sort of look. It's a different look. She's got a different aesthetic going on. Uh, but she she did not like getting hit that much. Um, and now it is a uh, Nyx. It's Nyx's turn, followed by Moss. I'm gonna quickly turn to Zara and be like. Clean your heart out, Zara, and I'm giving you a uh, bardic inspiration for that's a D8. Oh, I am. Oh, I am. And I'm like, mm, sorry, you're super pretty, but you're toxic. And I'm gonna cast Shatter again, but at third level this time. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, she makes a Con Wisdom Con, con DC 14. She got a 13. <laughs> oh my. God. God. Wow. I can't do math. Sorry, I gotta open my calculator. No, you're good. Wow. That is 18 thunder damage. Um, math. Uh, that, she did not like that at all. You, you, you cast shatter and you actually, one of her horns just off of the top of her head. Uh, and uh, she's holding holding her head. Her ears are beginning to bleed. And she's just like, no. I was so close. Um, and uh, Moss, it is your turn. Um, oh. 
I am going to try and hit her with my short bow. Excellent. Just smack her with the bow. No, I I know you mean arrow thingy, but I just I <laughs> love when people are like I like to hit them with the with the short bow. It's like you see, you take the short bow and you just whap. <laughs> Uh, and that's a 21. A 21 will hit. Excellent. And is there my buddies within? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of, plenty of people around, so you have your sneak attack, yeah. Excellent. Uh, one of these. Okay. So many dice. So many dice. So that is six piercing and then... Thirteen sneak attack. Six plus thirteen is nineteen. Nineteen. Nice. Um. So again, just like everything else that has uh been hitting her, uh, you definitely feel like you're not doing quite as much damage, but with the shatter on top of it, you getting her like. Just under the rib cage, she turns to 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 roar in your face, very again, very fiendish. Um, and like just at the last moment, her eyes just kind of suddenly go wide, and she's like, "Damn it!" And the portal, uh, or not the portal. Well, it is a portal. But uh, uh, Zara, you and uh, Marvin or Laurel had uh, just gotten the last bit of it, and it almost like inverts on itself, and this woman begins to uh, get sucked into uh, back into the portal. Um, everybody in here um, needs to make me a dexterity saving throw. Or actually, no, excuse me, um, a strength a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. Okay. That's oh, since I'm raging, I have advantage on that, I think. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know if I count, but if I do, it was an eight. Everybody, there, there's uh, everything in this room, and uh, okay. like the wind is whipping up as everything is being pulled into this portal. Uh, who, um, so, that's a 23, she's gonna see if she can grab someone, Same. like, who's uh, I failing. Will, that's seven. I'll, I'll assist, I'll assist Zara in grabbing I got an eight. <laughs> I, I need to roll for, for Laurel here. Oh, Laurel actually did pull pretty good. He got a 17. Hey. Um, so, uh, uh I think... Uh, all of you guys plant, uh, well, uh, Gurf and Zara, you both plant your feet and you definitely watch the, the smaller, wafier of your companions get immediately kicked up and they're being pulled towards the portal. Uh, but you reach out just the last minute and you grab onto them. Uh, Marv, uh, uh, helping you as well as he kind of stands in front of the portal. Um, and, uh, uh, the the room like papers are coming come, kind of flying through there uh, uh books and and uh instruments are being pulled through and uh then uh finally it all stops and the portal closes um and uh uh Laurel looks at you all and kind of is breathing heavy and he's just like i um i'm sorry uh, for all of this i i I guess I lost myself, and then Do you found me again. Do you remember anything? 
I I I remember every everything. Um, hey, hey! What possessed you to wipe your memory? Uh, well, I I didn't mean to. I was trying to cast a spell. I don't. It has something to do with this. He holds up the the small heart crystal. He's like I I, I was making it for her and. She had me under her her charms and and uh, but I I broke out of it somehow and I, I realized what all she had, she had made me do and I uh, I tried to cast something to to return her but I I couldn't and then when I woke up I was outside but uh, I think I can complete. The, uh, what I set out to do, uh, I need to make sure that this portal is, is officially closed. So, uh, I'm going to do that. And, uh, he, he puts the, the heart crystal in front of him and he begins chanting. And you guys have seen magic before. This is some high level magic, what he is doing right now to this crystal as it floats in front of him. Um, and then you watch uh as he speaks the final words and the um the crystal shatters and it uh spears into the door and it makes uh another circle but this one instead of it being red is blue and it almost looks like a warning symbol he says okay that should at least from my end stop her from from coming back Zora, Zora claps the hand that she'll tell you what, Oral. It's um, it's not an easy thing leaving someone you love, but doesn't love you back and hurts you at all. And um, my wife and I, we've we've got. Quite a bit of experience in that from our last Merc company, and um, it's a long story. Which, if you'd like to hear it, you will be welcome to it someday. But if you need someone to call family for a while, I've gotten in with a wife and kids. And they will surely welcome you with their open arms. Next. I, I was pointing up to like Zara's oh. good at being family godly overlay Zara's. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, good. <laughs> um, uh, he says, um, I, um, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, um, but, but sure. speaking of family, I, I need to clean up house a little bit here before I can, before I can leave. Did we just kill your great aunt or something? Uh, po- possibly, but uh, that's that's that's. I, I, mean, I think yeah, she was already. Technically, I think she was already dead. We just kind of put her to rest, maybe. No, I, I um, like I said, um, uh, Angelique. That that was the name that she asked me to call her. Um, that's uh, a bit ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I was into it though at the time two years ago um, we all do, do dumb things when we're young eh? I do have a final question for you though 
When I go to write the song, do you want me to use an alias for your name or your real name? What are you going to call me? Marv? I was going to call you Marv or Laurel or something else. You can you can use Marv. That's not my real name. My my, my real name is Laurel. I'll use Marv. Um, no, she, she, I was young and I was stupid and, uh, excited to explore the plains in a, in a way that my family didn't wish for me to. And she appeared and she made me feel special and she made me feel good for helping her. But then when she found out about, you know, my family not being supportive of me, uh, the that is when she started having me. Yeah, so it's a vulnerable spot, and um, no one should have to go through that. But um, it happens, and you're not alone. I know it might seem like it in this dusty old house that's about to fall apart around us. I mean, like I said, there's so many code violations. But, um, like I said, you have a spot. I'm not kidding. I will mark it down on your map. <laughs> I will send a bird. It might not be a raven because ravens are expensive. Is it a swallow? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> is it a sparrow? Is it a European sparrow? Is it a well, it's coconut? Not, as long as it's as long as it's underneath the weight of a coconut, should be fine. Um, I will send a bird to my wife to look out for you. Actually, I'll just I'll write up a, a thing for you to give my wife. Here's a map. <laughs> Tell them Dora sent you. And just keep in mind, my boys might give you scars that kind of rival the ones you have on your back. In a good way? Um, <laughs> have you ever been around a, a six, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old boy before? I typically try to avoid those situations. Especially if one of them's a half-hawk. Who I... thinks he's... Who thinks he's a tabaxi? I have not been in that particular situation, no. Yeah, there are a handful. Well, you're about to be in a very unique situation. So, yes, you will. It's a family that will welcome you with open arms. And, um, there's quite a bit of thing. They're trying to work a bit on a haunted house for the season. So, if you could uh, give them some pointers. I. I think I might be able to help them out there. Um, and as you all uh, uh, say your goodbyes for now to Laurel, uh, that is where we are going to end tonight's session. Um, now is the part of the show where you guys get to plug whatever it is that you have going on. So uh, starting with uh, Mir. Is it Mir or Mer? Mayor. Mayor. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Mare. You can find me on Twitter at Archmage of Dice. I am a regular player on the Twitch channel Open for Adventure. I'm currently playing in a Numenera game that runs on Saturday nights at 8.30 Eastern, where I play Lichtenbrattlesby. Um, 
On Sunday, 1018, I will be running a D&D 5e one-shot called Birds of a Feather on my channel. So, um, hash forward slash uh, mare feather. Um, it is a, it's going to feature the Birds of Paradise supplement, um, which is about Air Exotic, Aracocra, and Kenku. Um, by Florian Emmerich and Katrina Bresnik. Um, we're going to be giving away a copy of the supplement, so cool stuff. And on 10.19 and 10.26 at 12 p.m. Central, um, on the channel Eva Sere will be playing a game of 10 candles. It's a two-part game. And on 10.23 at 4 p.m. Pacific, on um, the Friends Who Roll Dice channel, I'll be, be part of one of their charity games uh, benefiting uh, Rain and Earth Day Network. Nice. Excellent. Uh, and you can find all that at your Twitter. Will you be posting updates there? Or at some point, yeah. Some of, as some dates get closer, I'll post more. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about all of those things, especially the, the birds of the feather. That sounds great. Um, and Sarah? My name is Sarah. You can find me at this on Twitter. I talk about the stuff I'm involved in. Uh, for now, my only plug is going to be for Little Realms. It's my actual play podcast, and you might enjoy it if you like mysteries and really crunchy, really grounded role-playing. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you so much. It's been a wonder to um, meet all of you and play in this wonderful game. Uh, Robert? What's up? I don't really have a social media or anything to plug whatsoever. I don't know. Go vote. Yes, go vote. Uh, Catherine? Yes, my name is Catherine Barsanistas. I run the nerdy food blog, The Gluttonous Geek. Uh, you can find that at thegluttonousgeek.com, where I make recipes inspired by various video games, TV shows, books, movies, anything that's kind of in that pop culture, science fiction, fantasy sort of vibe. Um, I also have a weekly cooking show whenever, you know, it's the pandemic, so my brain and grocery shopping is crazy. But, uh, yes, I have a weekly cooking show, uh, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, called Munchies and Minis, where I make recipes based off of uh, various tabletop role-playing games. Um, this week, I'm either going to be making a steamed milk pudding based off the game Pug, uh, sorry, um, Pugmire's The Expansion Monarchies of Mouse, so the kind of kitty expansion there. Or um, something from Baldur's Gate in from Volo's um, what's it, Volo's Guide to the Sword Coast because this all requires me in getting a ste bamboo steamer basket before Wednesday. But um, <laughs> yes, that's my life since the pandemic. It's like, can I go grocery shopping, or did the husband take the car today? Hmm. Um, so, yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter at gluttonous underscore geek or on um, the internets at thegluttonousgeek.com. And Iz. Uh, I'm the Izzy literally everywhere throughout the internet because I have no creativity with my handle. Um, I spend a lot of time on TikTok. That's pretty much where I am if I'm not on Twitter arguing with turfs. <laughs> That's why I still have Twitter. Um, I talk about like disability stuff, D and D stuff. Uh, I scream at the ether a lot. Um, and then I'm also part of something called the Online Creators Association, which is essentially a union or us trying to unionize TikTok. Uh, because why not? Um, 
Their handle's official Toka. Uh, if you are on TikTok and you want to check it out, just message me. Um, and uh, I just kind of want to shout out my two favorite uh, podcasts, like D&D podcasts, which is Dungeons and Daddies, yes. which gives me serotonin. I might be in love with Beth May. <laughs> and uh, Roll for Chaos, uh, one of the characters, Emosif, uh, I've laughed so hard that my boss has legitimately thought that uh, I was injured. No. Uh, because of how ridiculous it is. And it's done by some uh, D&D TikTokers because there's an entire subset of TikTok dedicated to D&D stupidity. Excellent. Um, thank you all so much again for being here. Uh, I am Nikki, your disaster by. Uh, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram as the Wig DM. Uh, I uh, do final show films here every other Monday. Uh, we have a bunch of biweekly shenanigans coming up this month and the following month. Uh, we also have. Uh, I'm also uh, here every Thursday with our lovable goblin scuzz, your goblin rogue. And uh, I also run a Twitch channel called Sladies ATL. We run every Fridays. We are also uh, trying to get some things started uh, on Wednesdays and every other day of the week as well. Uh, so, uh, and I also am on Craftic Studios. Uh, uh, I play Nia, the very lovable, could not give two shits about what the adventure is actually about bard uh and you can catch her uh at the end of the month october 27th i believe is the correct date i'm not gonna pull up my planner um but yeah i will post updates about everything that i'm doing on twitter because i live there now um again thank you all so much for being here uh and uh have a wonderful evening say good night everyone oh no wait i remembered black lives matter trans lives matter wear your mask Wash your hands. Go vote. I was like, I knew I had something angry to say. I oh, couldn't yeah. remember what it was. <laughs> take a bath. <laughs> take a bath. All right. Good Listen, night. Listen, I take a bath all the time. Gurp does not. Take care. We gotta have it.